a good night already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here with you all. We are just going to settle in for a night of friends stopping by to say hello. That's all that's going on tonight. It's friends stopping by to say hello. Well, what's the theme of tonight? That's it. That's it. There's nothing really else to talk about. Friends will be stopping by. And we've got a lot of them. They're calling in uh, every five to seven minutes, it seems like. And we're also, I have so many wonderful videos to play. Now, I will say, I have not listened to any of the videos. I have um, all the videos that came in, the video greetings that came in from all of our friends. And we will list them as they come on. I didn't want to, I want to keep it a surprise. I'll list the... the whole cast of characters afterwards in the in the episode description but um as the videos came in i did two things i converted them from mov files to mp4s and i also checked to see if the audio signals were seemed to be s- strong enough because i want to listen to these the same time you guys do for the first time and i think it's going to be just wonderful and um, and that's what we have going on. We're gonna we'll be joined by some our first guest in about uh, ten minutes from now. So we have a little bit of time to stretch out, and then it's gonna be jumping into the weeds. I have a couple of updates personally. Number one, I think I figured out what's wrong with the computer. I don't have to buy another three thousand dollar machine. I, last night I w- I went home. And I was sitting at my desk with my head in my hands as I waited minutes, minutes passing by for, for a browser tab to, to open up for me. You have to imagine how frustrating this is when I'm downloading the episode, I'm encoding it, and I'm uploading it, you know, simultaneously to Rumble, to BitChute, everywhere, everywhere that the, uh, the episodes live. And... Um, so I'm, I'm just sitting there with my head in my hands because this process has been about 45 minutes to an hour longer of working every night than I have to. You know, and, and Lauren sees this. She says, you, is there anything I can do to help? I said, nope. Nope. I don't, and, and, but at the same time, I couldn't believe that I had to buy two new computers. I said, what is the common denominator? I said, the browser is the common denominator between the two. Well, what could be wrong with the browser? I said, well, what about the plugins? What about the extensions? I went in there and I cleared out almost all the extensions. I started really realizing there was so much redundancy and all the ad blockers and shit like that. I said, I wonder, I wonder. And I'm, and I'm monitoring the CPU usage and the memory usage and all that stuff while I'm getting rid of extensions and boom, man, plummets. Now, I'm not going to say anything more than that. i got to see what happens over the next couple of broadcasts. But so far, I have had no problems all day and and so far as I got here tonight. So, say a prayer. Say a prayer for me, please. Because if, if it could be that simple of a fix, all of my problems over this last year and a half, then that would be just superb. I would like to give an honorable mention to a friend of mine, everybody knows, or many of you know, uh, that is Shem Horn. Now, Shem was helping me uh, come up with some ideas for our thumbnail for tonight. 
Uh, we didn't end up using them, but he he uh, he was able to generate through I don't know what he uses mid journey or something generate some really cool images with the uh, the image generators the AI image generators and take a look at this one. I said, hey Shem, can you help me with a, like a telethon feel? I want 1950s. I want um, I want Christmas colors, primary. Color. Give me a television studio feel with the whatever. Look at this one. This is not real. You would think that this would be like one of those candid audio shots from some kind of a, you know, what's my line show from back in the day that's been colorized. But uh, yeah, the, the faces are a little bit wonky and weird as AI tends to do. But I wanted to give Shem a shout out for the time he put in for it. Here's another one he made. There you go. We have some weird looking alien um, telephones with our very elvish telephone operators of course i'm the only elf here tonight answering the phones so i just want to thank shem for being a good sport <clears throat> and there there you go what's the other thing i have for you oh there's this san diego county woman arrested in an eight million dollar shoplifting ring that was targeting ulta beauty stores lauren shops at ulta from time to time i've been in there once um so this woman is a millionaire. A San Diego County woman has been arrested for her role in leading a nationwide shoplifting ring worth more than $8 million in beauty products, according to federal search warrants obtained by CBS 8. According to the search warrant, uh, her name is Michelle Mack. She paid as many as 12 people to steal from Ulta beauty stores as well as other retail outlets and shipped them to her Bonsale post office box. In certain cases, she allegedly purchased plane tickets, rented cars, and paid for hotels for the shoplifters who worked under her. And then she put them on uh, their secondary Amazon marketplaces and all that stuff. And uh, listen, when we were jumping in, this is the I don't want to get too deep in the weeds in anything tonight because we're going to have a good time with our friends. But when I saw this, obviously there's a lot of shoplifting going on and, and whatever. Uh, it's another testament of what bad policy and bad culture setting does. Now, in Florida, when we were looking into Trayvon Martin case and all that stuff, we started realizing that because of the way that Florida was really um, drunk on federal money for education, they had to prove that there was no truancy and that there was low crime and low violence, that they're hitting all of these certain markers that would qualify them for federal funding or advanced federal funding for education. And they were hiding all of the crime statistics with some of their students, including kids like Trayvon Martin, who were, you know, they were involved in petty crimes and all that other shit. But the other thing that we were learning is because the children were essentially immune from prosecution or any kind of consequences, that adults criminals were hiring children to go out there and do petty theft and sell marijuana and everything else like that because he knew that if any of them got pinched he wouldn't get pinched because there would be no crime essentially now that um now that ridiculous uh, politicians have gone to new lengths and trying to decriminalize theft on much larger scales for adults 
it only makes sense that some millionaire out there would say, hey, I'm going to fly you out to California. I want you to loot some stores. I'll give you some money. I'll pay for your flights, your food, and all that stuff, and I'm going to sell the rest of it on uh, Amazon. Hell, nobody's going to stop them. There's certainly not. Well, I mean, this... Now that this has been uncovered, perhaps she's going to get RICO charges, especially since it's interstate and all that other stuff. But it just goes to show. It just goes to show how this stuff has a trickle-down effect on everything. Uh, here's some good news for you. Here's some good news for you. I saw Hulk Hogan tweet this out last night. Hulk Hogan was baptized. He tweeted this at uh, 2.05 p.m. He said, total surrender and dedication to Jesus is the greatest day of my life. No worries, no hate, no judgment, only love. Good for him. Good for him. It's nice to get some good news out of things every once in a while. Oh, what else is there? Nothing. Nothing. It's time to have a good time with friends. Who knows who stops by? Do you know? Do I know even? You never know. Let's get one started, shall we? We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Welcome to the show, everybody. Now, here's what I got to say. I know that there's going to be a lot of you out there who are going to want to call in. Um, tonight, tonight is just about sitting back, relaxing, and I'm going to bring some calls to you. Now, the other thing I got to say is don't call in because the way that I have all this set up, um, you will dox yourself. I have my guests that are set up on this one area, and unfortunately, I use Zoom for both calls and for guests, and I can't disable the phone while I'm talking to people on, mes uh, uh, on, um, on uh, meetings. So if you call in the middle of uh, whatever the hell we're doing, you're going to dox yourself. Everybody's going to see your, your name, and they're going to see your telephone number, and I can't help you. So I'm just letting you know until I figure out how to alter Zoom in a way like that separates this whatever, don't call in. You're going to dox yourself. Otherwise, I wouldn't care if you called in. Uh, I would just ignore you. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I got for you tonight. And, um, and we're going to be doing super chats in the middle of everything. That's your rumble rants, the quite frankly, superchat.com, super chats. Keep those flowing. The gold pills, even some... 
some Rockfin tips we'll be doing too. And in between calls, we're going to be playing you the video bites of the day. All right, first one up. First one up, I see a friend of ours that is showing up right now. And oh by gosh, by golly, it's time for Richard Barris. Wait. Rich, how you doing? There it is. How you feeling? Living the dream as always, man. How about you? Oh, I'm Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's great to have you on. Are, do, are we going to get some uh, video or just audio tonight? It's just audio, buddy. I'm uh, doing the last of the decorations that no I problem. have to do. No problem. So you listen, because these are just little stop-ins, it is really just about Christmas cheer and all that. Let me ask you something. Do you have any, what are your hopes and dreams separate from your predictions for the new year? Do you have any that you want to share with us? You know, forget the predictions for the new year, Frank. I'm telling you, we did this Christmas poll, and I, for one, think that there's reason to be optimistic, even among people, Frank, who don't believe or say they don't um, affiliate with the church, you know? They're still going to spend the weekend like you and I, Mm. contemplating that Christmas is not about Santa Claus, it's not about commercialism. It's about the birth of the Christ. I mean, have you got a chance to look at our Christmas poll? I really think that we have a chance for a third great awakening, my friend. We just don't have the leaders that have ushered us there. But it doesn't mean it's not in people's hearts. And as long as that is the case, my friend, I'm optimistic. Wow. I know I did not see your Christmas poll, and that's very nice. It, that goes hand in hand with what we were talking about last night on the show. I was reading a uh, an article from the Epoch Times from, I believe, last week. It was in the opinion section, and it was talking about how all over the world, especially the West, the very sec- more and more secularized West, as they call it, uh, psycho- psychologists and every kind of expert that they have to throw at you have been warning against Christmas customs and Christmas music being bad for the yeah. the, the psyche and all that other stuff. And um, it, it's not wonder why. Oh, yeah, wonder why. Yeah. yeah, but you can see that the the the, the pushing is um, there's a there's always a boomerang effect. Eighty three percent, my man of people who told us that they really did not have an affiliation with any religion whatsoever, told us they celebrate Christmas. Even, I'm going to blow people's minds, but it's true. When Gallup used to do this, they used to find, you know, 90-something percent of people who celebrated Christmas, and I thought that was insane. What about Muslims? What about Jewish people even? Forget about people who don't have a religion. Well, 70% of Muslims told us they live in a home where there's still Christmas that is celebrated and they're forced to contemplate whether or not Christ was the Savior. Another 50% or 57% of Jewish voters still told us that. 83% of those who don't affiliate at all with the religion told us that, including a quarter of them who say, despite not even being related to a church, I still put up a nativity scene. You know, somewhere in my home. Yeah, Frank. So the point is, even though they're not other they're you know, they call themselves others, but they're not affiliated. That doesn't mean they don't believe in God. Get this right. Do you or your family do the following things to celebrate Christmas? If not, you know, whatever. But this is for those who say, do you reflect on or celebrate the birth of Christ? Almost three in 10 who have no religion do that. 
71% who don't have any religion do that. 84% of Muslims do it and wonder whether or not they're in the right faith. I'm not kidding. I mean, what else would you be doing it for, wow. right? Uh, well, the Jewish voters are the uh, are the least likely to say that, but they're still about over 3 in 10. Catholics, 80% almost. Protestants, 80%, of course, right? But it tells you something, Frank. And then whether or not you're going to attend church or you're going to go to church on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, uh, so many of these voters who still say they do all of that aren't going to go to church, right? So if you have no religion, 17% say they're going to go to church. 80% basically say they're not. Another religion, more than half. Rich. Muslims, two out of 10. Rich, where it tells you something, Frank. Oh, it does. Really does. It does. And and before we get off here, this is such an amazing first call. Where Have you published all this on your Twitter and on your locals? I want to read it. Yeah, actually, brother, it's an, it's a locals exclusive right now. Okay. The first one who's public who is, who's hearing this. Okay. I, wa- I, I'm, I can't wait to read this. Listen, please send the best to Laura, the kids, everybody in your life over there. Thank you for calling in tonight, and thank you for another wonderful year together. Um, I- I'm sure we'll get something in before the new year because you know our, the first, the, the last Monday of this month is Christmas, so we're going to have to do something else. But um, thanks again for everything, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Rejoice, listeners. Rejoice. It is not over yet. That's no. my point. Thank you, sir. Have God a good bless. one. Ha- God bless. Take care. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's, uh, we're, we got somebody else we're bringing on now. We've got somebody else we're bringing in. Who is this? Is this Sean from the SGT report? Franco. John. Oh, oh my gosh. How have you been, my friend? Merry Christmas. Merry to Christmas. You and your lovely audience. Yes, dude, it's great to have you on. You know, as always, I've been getting rave reviews about our last, uh, our last time uh, on the uh, on the show together on, on SGT Report. Mm, good. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I always enjoy our conversations, and uh, you know, I'm going to pay it forward with a compliment to you right out of the gate. I love how you cover the real news with a flair for humor. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. It's I... hard. That's hard to do. You know, That's I hard as... to do. You know how emotional I am. Oh, I know. Oh, listen, I get I get emotional as well too. But uh, every once in a while, if we're going to do this long term, then you're going to have to find a way to keep it all all leveled. As a, as a friend of the show, John Paul Rice told me recently, the road only narrows from here on out. So we are going to have to uh, be able to 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 neutralize all of that all of that uh, you know I don't know that that really nagging energy that just t- wraps and taps on our window all the time we got to just tell it to go pound sand so how's how do you guys um how do you guys celebrate over there in the midwest oh well i mean here's the thing i feel like it's just a matter of time before they ban the name jesus at christmas making it a purely 100 percent secular holiday so, you know, we try to embrace the name Jesus and remind people that that is the reason for the season, as they say. And uh, I think it's a pretty important holiday, but uh, Satanists don't care for it very much. So we try to celebrate Christian uh, ideals on Christmas in a very traditional way, let's just say. Yes. You know, put up a tree, we decorate the tree, we open presents. My wife's big on opening presents. I, don't, I See, this didn't happen to me when I was a kid. She's big on this idea that we open family presents on Christmas Eve, but then Santa 
came overnight. So then it's a big thing on Christmas Day. And she always goes over the top. I mean, literally, dude, we've got, you should see my house. It's an embarrassment. We have a three-car garage, one car stall filled with stuff, storage room filled with stuff. See, this is the problem. Too much. My wife goes over the top. And now all the kids are moving out of the house and we're left with all this stuff. I'm like, honey, slow down, okay? We don't have to buy so much stuff at Christmas anymore. I know. I, I but you, you, we did that a little bit. Uh, I think uh, uh, Christmas Eve was always very. That was always my favorite, and that was a lot of family gifts. Everybody just you know circular. Christmas morning, there definitely was a little bit more of that, but then there was the the Santa Claus aspect to it all. Yeah, I I definitely get that much, but I um. I wanted to ask you about your hopes and dreams. Now, I know that I know that you are a very emotional guy, as you just said right there. But beyond this, beyond rich recharging with this very important uh, religious holiday here, where do you where are you taking this into 2024? Wh- what do you have set out for yourself as a, a hope, a goal, a dream? You know, I want to be centered and uh, hopeful that this great awakening continues to, you know, really present itself as the real thing it is while the uh, deep state suffers the repercussions of their overt tyranny and authoritarianism and their totalitarianism. And I just want people to continue to wake up because I think the great awakening is real. And that is something we can celebrate. I mean, keep in mind that the people aligned against us, they literally hate the name Jesus Christ. And for anybody listening, whoever finds themselves in a tough situation, say maybe alien abduction, invoke the name of Jesus Christ. Evidently, these entities that I don't think are coming from different solar systems, they hate the name Jesus Christ and they will flee from you when you invoke his name. So I just want to pay it forward by reminding people that the power of Jesus Christ and the blood he spilt for us is real. Do you remember that scene from... uh, the um, Mel Gibson movie, The Passion, where that Roman soldier pokes Jesus in the ribs as he's yeah. dying, once he's actually dead, and he yeah. gets sprayed with the blood of Jesus, and he falls to his knees. Longinus. Oh, brother, that's real. Yeah. Yes, that's Longinus. That's the, the, that was the spear of Longinus. That, that's the origin story of the spear of destiny, that uh, a relic many people have sought uh, over the years ever since then. And, well, uh, and think of Raiders of the Lost Ark. What were they looking for? Yeah. Ten Commandments in the Lost Ark, right? That was the whole center of the movie is the Nazis wanted the power if they could capture that. Do I have that right? I think I have that right. Correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and then, of course, in uh, and then we, we went to the chalice, the the uh, the cup, the uh, the grail in in Last Crusade. So I always love that's the reason why I love those those films, actually, because there was the whole point there was God was present and it in that that force that divine force was a very very active part in the plot and it was something that was not undeniable or something that you couldn't you know couldn't be lost in interpretation and it's another reason why I, I really uh, now later in life enjoy that scene when Sean Connery slaps his son uh, for using uh, uh, Jesus's name in vain and he um, said that's for blasphemy and uh, because it was just one of those things where it's just blasphemy. It's for blasphemy. That's so funny. That's the only impression I do. The only I, I don't do impressions at all. But my only impression that I can do sort of is uh, Sean Connery in the Hunt for Red October, 
as he says to Alex Baldwin, he says, they're in the belly of the submarine and they're under attack. And Alec Baldwin is going on the offensive to go get the bad guy, right? They're shooting in this nuclear submarine. And, uh, and uh, Sean Connery says to Alec Baldwin, Careful, Ryan. Some things in here don't react so well to bullets. That's all I got. <laughs> you know, you know. That uh, was the Russian version of Sean Connery doing, yeah, I mean, come on. When he, I'll tell you one thing about that movie real quick. The, there is a dining room scene, a, uh, a mess hall scene in there where he's eating, and I can't stay. That's one of my least favorite eating scenes in movie history. Sean Connery just chomping through whatever. There's something about, I don't know, his lips were glazed in oil or something. Like, this is disgusting. Yeah, and, but what was interesting about the way they shot that, and I think that was, was it Tony Scott or Ridley Scott? I think it was Tony Scott. Ridley Scott, uh, by the way, a great director, went on to make Gladiator with Russell Crowe, one of the best I think top 10 movies probably ever made out of Hollywood. Uh, the Passion maybe being number one. But they did something really unique in The Hunt for Red October, and I think that was directed by Tony Scott. The camera starts to push in very, very slowly on this group. This is the opening of the film where Sean Connery, who obviously cannot speak Russian, and he can't do a Russian accent, so they weren't going to go there, and they hired him for the role of this Russian sub-captain, and the camera's pushing in as he's speaking Russian to this group of guys aboard the the sub and it gets close enough to sean connery close up real tight close up and then he starts speaking in english sounding like sean connery and the camera starts to pull back and now for the rest of the movie he speaks english and i thought it was brilliant because they couldn't get him to do like even right. a russian accent they didn't even ask him to just to make you think that uh that uh you know th this is this is just for us and on that on that ship, they are only speaking in Russian. It's 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 a it's a good thing, and that's why I love filmmaking. And it's all part of the the masterful uh, the, the the necessity of storytelling and how it is a an art an art form in itself that needs to be reclaimed and brought back. Um, Sean, uh, once again, thank you for everything. We're going to go on to our our uh, our next stop of the night. Just let everybody know uh, uh, how to find you, and of course. How to enjoy this uh, this Christmas. Go ahead. It's not important how to find me. Thanks for having me on. Merry Christmas to you and your audience. God All right. bless you guys. Be well. Thank you so much, Sean. There you go. There you go. Sean from the SGT Report. Oh, it's just, it's a good night. It's going to be a good night. All night. What do we have here? Do we have another person showing up? I don't even know who the hell's coming up. You know what my, my goals, one of my biggest goals for 2024? I want, I want to open up a chain of, quite frankly, perineum tanning salons. That's right. In 2024, people all over the country will be face down, ass up, uh, in a, quite frankly, sun closet. That's it. Improving their immune function and their mood. All right. The next one, we have somebody knocking on our door right now. Who's that knocking at my door? Who is that? That's right in 2020. Hey, Frank. Is that James? It is James, a.k.a. BCP. What is going on, BCP? It's so good to, you know, now that I can call you James, I, I, I still slide back into calling you BCP. It doesn't matter, but whatever. It's all the same, right? It is all the same. So, my friend, welcome to the show. I just want to have a couple of minutes with you to, to, uh, to hear how you and your family are, are going to be spending the next few days and any hopes and dreams and predictions for the new year and whatever the hell you want to leave us with. Uh, well, the, uh, my Christmas has already started, picked up. Uh, we're, we're 
in California for the uh, for the holidays. It's a lot better. I, I live in California and Utah, but Utah the uh, the weather's not uh, very cooperative right now. So so far it's great because it's just raining and like 60 degrees. And my son just uh, flew in from school to join us. My daughter has a uh, and her husband have a, a red eye flight, so we're picking them up in the middle of the night, like one in the morning from LAX. So it's already off to a good start. My wife, who's from Mexico, just made a whole bunch of tamales, and we've got uh, abuelitas bitter Mexican dark chocolate. So the Damn. kilos are coming on, and Damn. it's already off to a good start. Oh, that sounds great! Now, is this is your daughter's first? Uh, this is her first Christmas married, or her second? Uh, this is her second because uh, her anniversary was a few days ago. She got married about a week before Christmas. That's right. I remember because I remember that from last year. So I just don't. Uh, Man, I, I try to keep track of everybody's personal lives here. It's very important to me, but, you know, there's just so much going on. So that's terrific. So what's the weather like in Utah? I'd feel like that was going to be, you know, dry and warm. I don't know anything about that part of the country. What is it? Uh, well, in the south it is. It's very close to Vegas, but uh, in the central um, northern part where uh, where we live, it's, it's Rocky Mountain. Uh, if you've been to Denver, uh, think Denver weather. So it's, uh, it's uh, cold and... It is snowing, but the snow is not sticking, and it's just, uh, it's nice. It's the best powder. It's the best snow in the world. Very powdery, not bad, not slushy like uh, northeastern snow. It's uh, very manageable. Okay. So, but I'd still rather be here uh, with uh, with rain and mostly, you know, drizzling, not even heavy rain. Do you do you snowboard? Do you do anything like that? I do. Yeah, I do snowboard. Okay, is, is that okay? Do you ski as well, or you you prefer snowboarding? Uh, no, I, I haven't skied in years. Ever since um, I grew up in in, uh, in northern San Diego County, so I'm a you know I I surfed and skated, and so snowboarding was more uh, just a more natural fit for me. So you know I I struggled through skiing once I got on a board and was able to you know uh, do tricks on a half pipe the first time in. I was like, this is more. Oh this yeah. Is more and my uh, my son-in-law actually is a snowboarder, so that's nice. Really? So he he competes, or he's just he's it's just a hobby. He really takes. Well, you know, very similar. He's from Brazil, and uh, he's a board guy as well. And so he when he uh, came to school, he, he's uh, he's he's on a student visa. He's here. He's an international student, and he's like, uh, oh, I strap a board to my feet in snow. I'll try that, and then he liked it. Kind of a very similar story to me. That's crazy. That's great. I, I would love to. I, I would love to do it. I, I think I would try that uh, sooner than I would try the skiing. I don't like the fact that you have the two feet independent. I just feel like my legs, my knees are going to go in two different directions and and whatever the hell else. So let me ask you this: uh, favorite Christmas song? Do you have one or a favorite movie that you watch this time of year? Okay. Um, favorite movie that I watch this time of year. Yeah, that's that's a tough one because we go through quite a few movies. It seems like for some odd reason, uh, the last couple of years I've watched Die Hard. I know that's like like a new tradition. I think it's because of my my kids. They're like the irony of it not being a Christmas movie, but that's a Christmas movie. Yeah, uh, that's very so popular. Think, uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think we're kind of jumping on the bandwagon uh, of that. Uh, a Christmas Story. Uh, that's uh, a classic. We like comedies. And growing up as a kid, we would watch. And I think when we go to my parents' home, uh, when we visit my parents, we always watch March of the Wooden Soldiers. Yes. So, so total, total classic. And when we we get our Laurel and Hardy uh, yes. on as well. So, uh, so I'd say those are top, probably the, the top. Bla and the black and white. Movie. The black and white. No, no colorized. Don't colorize. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my sister, who uh, oddly enough is the same age as my oldest son, 
Uh, that's a story in a seminar for some other time. Uh, they're the same age for a few months out of the year. Uh, totally crazy. My parents are like, what? I mean, like, what? You're having a kid? I'm, uh, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, uh, it was always a colored version. I mean, it was always a black and white version, but she likes the colorized version, which of course is like 80s colorization technology, not very good. Yeah. But I, I think my parents switched it up every other year. So one year we watched a black and white, the next year we watched a color version. I, like I'll, I'll let you do that with the Laurel and Hardy film, but you cannot colorize um, It's a Wonderful Life. A Wonderful Life. Oh, it's I'm sorry. It's a Wonderful Life actually probably is above Die Hard, and I probably should have said that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah because th those color jobs back then, it looks like Crayola markers. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just awful. But um, all right, man. Well, listen, here's one last thing I got for you, because you are actually going to be my first guest of the new year. I can't wait for that. January 2nd, you'll be on with me. So the last thing I have for you is, if uh, how many third graders do you think you can beat up at once? How many third graders can I beat up at once? Yeah, how many I'm, would be one? I'm assuming, I'm assuming I have no morals, and it's a different James yeah. than the one that's. Uh, no, no, no. Well, well, there. No, no, this is a survival situation. Nobody has weapons, but you're you're you are getting attacked by a mob of kids. You got to fight them off. How many would be one too many? Okay, see that I'm five three, and your average third grader is probably about my size. <laughs> um, I would say. Probably half a dozen. Uh, <laughs> That's reasonable. You know, maybe, maybe ten. You know, if I, uh, you, you know, it's kind of like fighting. Uh, if myself, I'm really so. mad. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I, 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 I have belted in Krav Maga. I, I did do martial arts for several years, but uh, third graders, if they're your average third grader and they're playing video games and they're soft, maybe a dozen. Okay. No, I got you. I think that's very that's great. All right, man. So thank you so much for the stop. Uh, leave everybody some Christmas wishes here. Uh, don't forget the reason for the season uh, is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, let's be optimistic. A lot of things are happening. Wacky things in Colorado with throwing uh, presidential candidates off of ballots. Uh, we've got obviously 91 sham indictments on top of two sham impeachments. Uh, but uh, people are waking up, and the uh, the MAGA black community, the black community vote for Donald Trump in 2024 is going to absolutely blow people's minds. The Hispanic community is uh, quietly and silently behind Trump, not not as loud. Uh, and be optimistic, but be involved. Make sure everyone does not forget in the coming year to vote in their local elections. They've been stealing this locally. Make sure that we're locally involved. Get involved in being poll watchers. We will win 2024, but not if we're passive. We have to be warriors and we have to protect the votes. Uh, and I, uh, I'm feeling optimistic for 2024. They are going to try all kinds of shenanigans. They're going to try to kill Trump. They're going to try to poison Trump. They're going to try to imprison Trump. Uh, Ron DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley are going to try everything so that uh, their their sponsors and their lobbyists and their controllers uh, will get them in. Uh, it will be a long, hard uh, uh, battle. It'll be like us versus a thousand third graders. But uh, in the end, uh, we will prevail if we fight. Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas, James, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. All right, there you go, ladies and gents. Now, I have a little something over here uh, before we get, I think we have our next callers coming on, but here is a video call. Here's a video that's been left behind. Let me see here. Oh, this is nice. This is nice right here. Hold on a second. Oh, it's from Mike Baldwin. Comedian Mike Baldwin. Let's see what he has to say. 
Hey, Frank. Happy <laughs> Christmas. Merry. God damn it. Hey, Frank and Franklies. Merry Christmas to everybody. There's my tree in the background. Pay no attention to my dirty clothes on the... F What's up, Frank? Hello, Franklies, <laughs> Franciscans, and everybody else. Uh, my name is Mike Baldwin. I'm a comedian. Uh, I just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And there's my tree in the background. It's currently a Christmas tree until the week before Valentine's Day. And then it will become a Valentine's tree until Easter. And then it'll be an Easter tree until 4th of July. And then it'll be a 4th of July tree until Halloween. And then it'll be a Halloween tree until Christmas again. Anyway watch quite frankly and stuff <laughs> oh my gosh i'm down with that that's what our little tiny tree in here is all, is all about oh man okay let's do let's do one more though oh it's megan fox and then we have a caller that's about to come on with us here's megan fox hey everybody it's megan fox thanks so much for letting me be a part of your community at quite frankly it's been quite a year, and it looks like I'm about to be sick for Christmas, just in time uh, for, oh, no. for me to get cozy in my robe. And you know what's great about that? Quite frankly, it's always there. And I can turn it on and listen to interesting conversations and crazy conspiracies. Wait a minute. Almost all of them have come true. Frank, do you think that maybe for next year, for Christmas, all I ask is that the conspiracies not be true. <laughs> Do you think you could pull that off? Me? I hope everybody here has a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. That's a wonderful. That Well, first of all, Megan, if you're out there listening, I hope that you have a, uh, I hope that you recover well. My brother just said that he feels like he has a little tickle in his throat and he's so pissed off because, you know, so I hope you're doing well. I don't know if I can make all that go away. I don't know. I'll try my damnedest. Anywho... Let's move on. We have another knock at the door. Another rap, rap, tap, tapping at the door. And who is it? It's Tracy. What's going on, Tracy Beans? What's up? I'm here in your home. I, I didn't know you'd be dressed up like a soldier. I, well, well, hey, you're 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 dressed up nicely there too. And you've got the look at the the hearth behind you with the raging fire. This is so nice to have you here. I had to play it up for the Quite Frankly podcast. I've oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I've never done anything like this before. It's been, uh, it's almost been, uh, by, the, by the end of the two hours, it's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a whirlwind. But before I take away too much of your time, give us some Christmas thoughts. Give us some hopes and dreams for the new year. And uh, I don't know, whatever else comes to mind. Oh, hopes and dreams. So many hopes and dreams. I have been very focused, Frank, on finding joy everywhere that I could possibly find it in this effed up world we find ourselves in it's so important to be happy as much as you can literally so like every day when i wake up in the morning i picture what my perfect day would be mm. if i could have one and then i start my day from there what i'm grateful for what my perfect day would be and then i go from there and it's not easy to stay focused on joy that's for sure no but it we is. have to try we have to try but there's other things that you can do to kind of uh, prop that up, some supplementation, if you will, especially in this time of year, we've got songs, we've got different ways of, we have different, uh, many people have different ways of praying and, and, and different rituals and all that stuff. What about songs and movies? Is there a movie that you, it's, it's indispensable, you need to have some one-on-one -on -one time with a certain Christmas movie or else you feel like you've kind of rooked yourself? 
There are so many we used to watch growing up. So Scrooge, the original black and white Scrooge, yes. totally, totally mandatory most Christmases. The Grinch cartoon, absolutely crucial. I love A Miracle on 34th Street. That's a great movie. Um, and then obviously a Christmas story is all day on Christmas. It just plays over and over and over again. I can't so. I can't tell you how happy I am that when you and anybody mentions the Alistair Sim uh, 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 Christmas Carol, I can't tell you. I was brought up on that too. And uh, you know when you're when I'm young, it always made me feel weird because it was old, it was black and white and whatever. And then you grow older and you really start paying attention to the acting. You start yep. paying attention to the story more, and it is, it, it's just incredible. I know that it's been done well many times afterwards, but there's just something immortal about that performance. The first one has the crackles and everything in it. It's like just, uh, it's like, mm. I know. It's got like the film crackles in it and, you know, the old school feeling. You know, tomorrow is just Christmas songs for an hour. I'm so excited. We got so many Christmas songs. I heard about that. So tomorrow at 8 at 8.30, when we start our morning show on Rumble, uh, it's just going to be an hour of Christmas songs. And I should be well-versed in this now. We've been talking about Christmas songs a little bit in and out. I've got some some things in my head. I've got some top fives in my head. You know what's been popping up a little bit more for me uh, recently the last year uh, that I've I've heard it more than ever, and it's, it's caught my attention, is um, uh, Mary Did You Know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's singing it. Yeah. I, and I... And it's been around, and yep. but but I it's, it's just crazy how your attention is drawn to things after years of it just kind of going right under the bridge and and out of sight. So we'll talk about that and much more tomorrow. Okay, so yeah. your whole mentality going into twenty four is trying to hold on to dear life to that kind of peace and tranquility that we are kind of you know just simmering in right now. Uh, anything else that you want to leave us? With. Well, if, if everybody does that, right, if every one of us take the time to, you know, do that, the world will change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just it's just something I'm 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 sure of, you know, God didn't God wants us to love everyone and everything. And, and you know, my real resolution for New Year is just trying to completely eliminate judgment completely from my life, judging people, judging things. Um, I would like to eliminate judgment. That's my goal. You know what feels really good when you get rid of it is gossip. Um, yeah. Gossip is uh, it is is a horrible, horrible thing. I remember yeah. it was a few years ago. A few years ago, I was I was in a conversation that I just really wanted to get out of real quick, and I because I I felt my I felt myself saying something. I even forget what it was, but I just remember saying this is wrong, and I had to go. You know, it actually prompted me to go talk to the person about the things that I was feeling about, you know, about a certain situation or whatever. I just felt this, oh, for the first time in my life, an overwhelming need to bring a some private thoughts about a person and what they had done or what they're doing, whatever, directly to them to almost just wipe that away and get the hell away from it. Now, I know what we do on air from day to day sometimes feels like gossip, but it's not. It's all very open. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a public relations battlefield but i'm talking about gossip <laughs> in the personal life yeah when you pay attention to that and you start getting away from it, it oh man it, it, it's almost like a, a rejuvenating uh thing in itself but yep yep changes right. everything well listen i'll see you tomorrow morning 
And, and oh, and before you go, uh, how many third graders do you think that you can beat up at once, without it being one being too many? Like, like just one too many. Like if they're they're coming boys, after you, girls. Yeah, boy, you know, you know what, boys and girls, or just they're coming at you. And I can take about three or four. Three or four. Yeah. Huh? All right. Easy. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's res- <laughs> it's a responsible number. Tracy, you look fantastic. And tell Thanks. tell Will I say hello and everybody over there at the Beans household, and I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Frank. Thanks for having me. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, where do we go next? Oh, wait. There's another, there's another knock? What is this? There's another knock at the door? Hello? Hello? Who is this? Hello, hello, hello. Who is hey, it? Frank. Is is this Nor bin Laden? It is. It is. Nor Coming live in my favorite corner of the internet. Oh my god. You know what? You know what though? Every time you call in, and I understand that it is a I understand that it is a uh, a time difference and you are calling at an ungodly hour for most people, but you do it for us time and time again. And I always say you want to pre-record this, you want to send something in, you want to send a video, you say, no, 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 let me set my alarm. Every time you call in, because you're usually doing it from bed, it sounds so comfy. Like I feel like I am, I am in bed now too. Is that where you are? <laughs> Tell me you're, you're in bed right now. You have to be. I am, and just to paint the picture properly, I also have a hot water bottle, so this is like proper uh, late night, uh, cozy time. Oh, well, very. And, and what, what's the time it over there? Like one in the morning, one forty-five. It's ten to two a.m. Oh, well. But but you know, I love your show. I say it time and time again. It's my favorite corner of the internet, and I was so pleased you asked me to come on your special for Christmas uh, for your guests and friends and uh, I also love uh, the Franklies and your audience is so lovely and so I'm very happy to be here with you live tonight. Well, it's great to have you here. And um, so, listen, I don't know when when it is. I always pray for the day that you say, Frank, guess what? I just chartered myself a flight to U.S. and I'm going to be making a bunch of different stops and New York is one of them. Uh, whenever the hell that day comes, it will be a blessing. But in the meantime... In the meantime, what can you give us as far as your hopes and uh, and and goals and dreams for the new year, and then maybe a prediction if you want to balance all that uh, that that goodness out with something a little bit more sobering? Go right ahead. Listen, it's been already quite a year uh, reflecting on 2023, and uh, you know, Christmas time and uh, and arriving uh, towards New Year's is always a good time to reflect on what has passed. And uh, if you look at just the last few days, in terms of predictions, I think uh, we're pretty much uh, on the same page um, when we acknowledge that 2024 is going to be quite a ride, mm. um, and. Uh, we should buckle up and uh, get some strength because we're going to need it. I don't know what and uh, to what extent they're going to throw um, madness and chaos uh, at us next year. But with the 2024 elections um, in November, you can bet that the next 11 months are going to be intense if we even get an election. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I am hopeful. Uh, I am uh, determined 
And I think we should uh, keep carrying on no matter what they throw at us because they are counting on us being demoralized and being fatigued. And this is very much part of the operation, right? But we have to band together and keep, keep our head up high, our heads up high. And um, since it's Christmas, I do want to, I do want to leave with this, with this saying that I came across, which I think is so fitting for our times. But we have to remember that we are restless until we rest in God. And uh, I think if we keep this in mind, no matter all the restlessness that is thrown at us, uh, if we, if we if we seek that solace and that strength uh we will get through 2024 nor thank beyond. you well i'm not going to push you to say anything better than that because that's exactly what i was looking for tonight and you brought a lot of peace and a lot of uh calm to this and and i thank you so much for setting your alarm and spending a few precious minutes with us i hope that you uh, you call me if you ever need anything and I will talk to you Thank soon because I got to get you on the uh, I got to get you on the schedule for a proper appearance in 2024, subido. So let's do that with great pleasure and Merry Christmas to everyone and God bless you all and uh, we'll speak very soon. All right, Merry Christmas. Take care. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Frank. Okay, Bye. so there there goes Nor. Nor stop by. Now we have somebody else coming on in about three minutes, I think. So what I want to do is I want to play a couple of more videos what is this oh ladies and gentlemen how sweet is this we've got a call i mean we've got a video over here from charlie robinson what did charlie have to say let's go and check it check it out hey i want to wish a merry christmas and happy new year to all of the franklies out there it was my pleasure to join frank during the summer reading shoeless joe uh, thank you to those of you that were able to follow along. It was a real treat for me, and we hope to do it next year as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, Merry Christmas, Charlie. And yes, we are going to be doing it again. He's coming on to help me uh, help me in June for Dandelion Wine. Oh, oh, how sweet it is. We've got a video greeting over here from Brian Cates. Hello. This is Brian Cates here, intrepid political columnist and pundit at the rise of the new media newsletter, wishing all you quite frankly viewers a very merry Christmas and happy new year. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian. I haven't seen Brian in a while. Uh, two years in a row I got to hang out with Brian at the, um, at the, uh, the Dark Delight extravaganza in Myrtle Beach. So, got to find a way to get in, hanging out with them again. Oh, now we've got a rap at the door. What is that? What's that sound over here in the middle of the night? My gosh. Oh my gosh, my golly. I would like to introduce you all to Tony Merkel. Tony, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. Thank you for having me. Dude, now first of all, we've spoken through voice notes for months and months and months and all that stuff, and I've got you on the schedule for, I think, January 24th this year, but it is a, it's a real honor to introduce you to my audience, and I love your work, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun together in the new year. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to make sure when you invited me on to hop on here, uh, I'm at the house right now. So uh, this is my wife's office. That's why there's a pink pill in the background. Just don't judge me. You know? <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing a nutcracker uh, sweater tonight, Tony. It's all right. It's fair. <laughs> it's totally fine. So everybody, you may know, you may or may not know, but you will soon. Uh, Tony, tell everybody about your show and the work that you do. Yeah, so uh, I host the Confessionals podcast. It is a show where I interview people on their bizarre experiences in life. A lot of it's paranormal, uh, cryptid, monsters of the woods, abductions, things like that. And uh, we go over their experiences in a very Joe Rogan-esque way where we sit down, have a conversation, really don't have a plan on where it's going to go. It's just going to be a good conversation. And um, I've been doing that for seven years. And then that evolved into Merkle Media, which is my company that I started I thought it was just gonna be a podcast company and now we're doing movies and films documentaries which i think i call action adventure action documentaries i don't know what else to call it like it's me and my, me and my team go out there in the woods and we look for monsters in areas that have been talked about on the show so uh that's what i'm doing and it's been a blast i'm enjoying it it got me out of truck driving which is great in fact i i started i found you listening to your show while i was a truck driver trying to build my podcast uh, i think you had like I don't know, 20, 30,000 subscribers at the time, and now you're over 100,000. It's great, man. I'm proud of you. Well, like, like I, well, thank you so much. I, as I always say, it's really just a testament to the time put in because, you know, I, I wish I can say I'm reaching that 100,000, but I, I, I really appreciate it, and I love watching your stuff. Um, and In fact, I, uh, we just interviewed Ashton Forbes, and I believe uh, you really got his media, his media tour kicked off with all of yeah. his work with MH370. Um, and um, so it, it, it was really, really, it, it's awesome just to see new media really, it, it's its own thing now. It's not that it's budding, it's germinating, it's really its own thing. And there's so many great established things that are going on and the momentum is all ours. And I'm I'm really happy that, I'm really happy that we're all uh, working together and, and that we're also not drowning in news because these are the things that, People need these conversations. They need to say, what if? They need to go in the woods and hunt for monsters sometimes. Yeah, and that's the thing about Ashton. I mean, that happened so fast. I Somebody tagged me in one of his threads on a Friday night. I saw it at like midnight. I, I messaged him and then I commented and said, hey, I DM'd you my info. Uh, get a hold of me so we can talk more personal. And that Saturday morning, I'm talking to him on the phone, uh, buying a plane ticket, flew him in on Sunday to be in studio. We had like a two hour show and flew him out on Sunday. I was like the fastest turnaround I've ever done. Uh, but it was definitely worth it. I mean, the guy has so much information. And uh, I just told him, I said, talk, talk, just talk. And uh, he did. And uh, that was fantastic. And, I, you know, it's it, this whole this whole new world we live in with the technology and everything has really been a blessing to to be involved in, uh, you know, I mean, I never expected to be doing this kind of stuff for a living. I mean, uh, I, I didn't graduate college, but I did go to college. I went to a Bible college and studied ministry for a while and figured that wasn't for me. And I decided to become a truck driver. And, you know, I thought I'd be settling into truck driving for the rest of my life, but here I am, you know, making movies and documentaries and podcasts. So it's been a wild ride for sure. It's great. It really is. It is. And uh, and so leave everybody with some Christmas and New Year thoughts. And, and I, I'm really looking forward to uh, your your first official your first official appearance on the show uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. So I I I um you know a little bit about me. I I once had a radio show, very short lived, uh, called Rage Against Dystopia, mm. and uh, that's kind of my <laughs> that's my mindset. I tend to. Uh, 
read tea leaves in a very negative way. Uh, but it is the holiday season, so I, I'll, I'll do it in the way that I, I, I typically operate my life. So when I see uh, the future coming down, and obviously next year, 2024, uh, there's going to be a lot of craziness, and you know everybody's going to be tuning into your show to see what's going on. Uh, but in the midst of those storms, I tend to just really put my head down and uh, obviously I pay attention to what's going on around me. I have opinions and I talk about it whenever it's available to a platform to talk about. But uh, I tend to just really get hyper-focused on my goals, on what I want out of my life, because uh, at the end of the day, that's the only thing I can control. And I, yeah. I always think like, you know, if, if me doing what I do, creating, you know, podcasts and documentaries and films, if that's taken away from me and off the table, there's a good chance we're all in the same boat at that point anyways. Yeah. There's a good chance that like nobody's logging on the internet because they hacked it or something. Uh, so I, I just can kind of really get uh, micro-focused and hone in on my goals. Uh, this coming year is going to be a very big year for what I'm doing. I'm releasing uh, three, three films, essentially. One is going to be actually a movie. It has acting. We shot it in... Uh, Colorado, uh, speaking of Colorado, uh, we shot it in Colorado uh, this past summer. And so I, I'm just really excited about what I'm doing and what I got going. And I, I keep, you know, focused on what's going on around me. But knowing that I really can't change a whole lot of that, I just I tend to just stay really hyper focused. And I encourage people to do the same thing. Get those goals with your life. Um, we we tend to live our lives on default a lot of times and we don't really control the change that's inevitable um you know i'm 38 years old when i was 28 i was a completely different person when i was 28 i was in the middle of just 100 dedicating my life to driving truck and podcasting wasn't on the radar mm -hmm. and a lot of things have changed in the last 10 years of my life and it was all controlled change i had a goal i had a mission i hyper focused on it and i pursued it and I, I think that people should pursue that more, that kind of way of living more, uh, because there's a good chance you're going to change 10 years from now either way. Whether you mean to or not, you will be a different person. Just like anybody who's been married for a lengthy period of time, your spouse will tell you you're a different person than the person that they married because you just change on default. Uh, so why not control that change in 2024 and uh, try to be the person you want to be? We're all about the New Year's resolutions and stuff in the beginning of the year. Well, actually, actually do that and make it make a change in your life for the better. Whatever you want to see out of your life, uh, I've seen far too many people uh, get started in just like this content creation industry uh, at an age that you wouldn't think they would be and be successful at it. So even age isn't isn't a, a hurdle to jump. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. Just find what makes you tick and pursue it this year. And with all the landmines going on around you and stuff, just bob and weave, dodge, and stay hyper-focused on those goals for your life. That's the only thing you can control. Oh, Tony, very well said. And yeah, you're right. Especially in in uh, if you don't, if your goal is not to become a major league pitcher, uh, you have a lot of time. You have a lot of time to figure it out and to tinker. But as long as you're tinkering. As long as you're working, and uh, I appreciate you stopping by tonight. It's good meeting you, man. So uh, Merry Christmas yeah. and Happy New Year. We'll talk soon. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and everybody else. There you go, Tony Merkel, the Confessionals. Go check him out right now, and you will see him on the show. I believe on the 24th, right, Tone? Yes, I believe 24th. Yes. All right, all right. Thank you, man. Have a good night. Take care. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we have a um, we have a few more things over here. Wow. We'll have a couple of minutes until we get now in the second half. I know. Oh, I, I got to click over. I don't think it's just too much work. 
Tonight, you've got to come over. You've got to come over. The pilled link is in the description. Uh, that's very stable. I, I mean, if you ever have problems, you should definitely get in touch with me, and I'll hook you up with support. And we have solved so many things, and you've actually helped us with your feedback make all of our platforms stronger. It's all about independence. You know, we're trying to just have independent fallback places where we can hang our hat and know that this is this is ours. And um, and and we have a lot of great things. You have no clue who I am clicking through right now. I can't wait to play these. It's incredible. Here's one for you. Everybody knows. Um, don't miss the second half. Go to quitefrankly.tv or pilled.net. We're doing that in two minutes. In the meantime, here's a familiar face. Folks, it's your friend, Soso Dude, coming to you in the early morning hours of an Oregon morning. Wanted to take a second to wish each and every one of the Franklies and even you Franciscans a very merry Christmas and a healthy and happy new year. I've got a couple of thoughts about 2024. One of them I know will come to pass. That is the fact that this is going to be the year thanks to voices like Frank's that we take back our country. We become an informed public and own the U.S. of A again. My second prediction may not happen in 2024, but I'm telling you, you can take this one to the bank. One day, quite frankly, is going to be the new Tonight Show. And you heard that from your brother, Zoe. Oh, Zoe. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless. Oh, Zoe, that's very, very kind of you. That's a, that's a very high compliment, and... Oh boy, what an honor if that uh, that comes to pass. And you know, we, it's it's funny because that's just it's what we think about. We think about how to how to go and lean deeper into variety, into human con, in human condition, into human interest stories, and that's really where we want to take this. Um, you know, it's always good to know what's going on out there, and sometimes the stories and the the events, the happenings are too big to ignore. But there's uh, it's a whole lot more, a whole lot more to this. Let's get one more or two more quick ones before we go to our, our intermission. You can head over to quitefrankly.tv right now if you want to get ahead of the game. Here's one from Robert Phoenix. Robert Phoenix is in here. Robert Phoenix here from the Hill Country and of robertphoenix.com in the 11th house. I want to wish Frank, his family, and the Quite Frankly crew an absolutely great Christmas. And for the rest of you merry Franksters out there, I wish you more of the same. And remember, in 2024, you get to put your big boy and big girl pants on. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be showtime. <laughs> it's going to be showtime. There's Robert Phoenix. Oh, we got a couple more here. You know what? Here's a great way. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to still have two left over after this one. And then there's so many more to play in the second half. You have no clue the faces that you're going, that are going to be wishing you great Merry Christmases. Here's how we're going to end this. Here's how we're going to end the first half and hopping on over to the other, to the other side of, uh, quite frankly, land. It's from Grace, really graceful, looking radiant as ever, of course. Let's hear what Grace has to say. Hey, Internet friends, Grace here, just having a little little coffee, and I am drinking the, quite frankly, Elevation Blend, which is an organic, creamy, balanced, light roast, <laughs> and it is wonderful, and you need to get you some. 
So I wanted to say Merry Christmas to Frank and his family, to all the regulars on Frank's show, and to everyone who tunes in every night. Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a wonderful 2024 that's full of happiness, success, health, and prosperity. There you have it. And hopefully, mixed in there somewhere, appearances by Grace. Thank you so much, Grace. Merry Christmas to you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's click over. Let's click over. I'm going to get to your super chat. You know, here's the other thing, too. We're definitely going to be um, we're definitely going to be going late tonight. I don't know how I'm going to be able to play all of these videos and be able to cut it off at 9 o'clock. So you're getting some overtime. Uh, in fact, I think I might just keep pushing and we'll, we'll push the intermission back because that will, that will be a little bit more than halfway. Um, yes. No, 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 the intermission has to be now. This will work out better. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you on quitefrankly.tv. Come on over. You don't want to miss this. The rest of the show is available exclusively at pill.net. Follow the link in the description of the episode. Get signed up. It's that easy. Or head on over to quitefrankly.tv. Just press play. No paywalls. No censorship. No strings attached. So head on over. Quitefrankly.tv. Powered by Foxhole. And pill.net. It's intermission time, folks. Time out. Press the like button. Thank you. Welcome to Intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Yeah, Intermission. Frankly. Quite 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 frankly. We all support quite frankly. Not quite. Quite frankly. Joe Brandon. Quite frankly. In Roma Italia. Quite frankly. You going on Frank's show tonight? I want to get a Coke. Can I get a Coke? So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank. Quite frankly, how dare you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, hello. Where are we here? Good job. Good job. 
Okay, so you know we're going to get around to your super chats. We will, but I've got another knock at the door. What am I supposed to do? Leave them out in the cold? I just can't do it. Let's go answer the door. Let's go see who's there. And joining us, who is that right there? Is this Shane Cashman? Yo, what's good, Frank? Damn, man, you look chic. I wanted to get nice for you, and I had a little tequila, you know. Oh, my God. Celebrating. It looks, it looks good. You look really good. You really do. But then again, you, you are. You seem like you are a little bit more uh, embracing of your world traveler um, kind of a personality right. now. You are literally everywhere. Every time That's I turn, right. every time I turn around, you're doing something different. You're on another big yeah. show. Jeez, a big year. I'm a time traveler now. That's <laughs> why I was like going for. This. I feel like this is the time traveler from the '70s. You look like DB. Yeah, it's been crazy. DB Cooper. Yeah, I, that's how I got to my studio. I jumped out of an airplane. <laughs> a suitcase of money over here. <laughs> so, dude, dude, uh, g give us some Christmas wishes, some Christmas thoughts, and give us some thoughts about the new year, because I'm sure that you're going to have a very busy one. You already are. Yeah, it's been crazy. So, first of all, uh, this is like our year anniversary of me meeting you. The first yeah. time I did your show was last December. It was it? So, yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, early, early, early December. Thank you for that. That was amazing. I love doing your show. I'm glad to be here tonight. Christmas wishes. Um, a big one. I think will solve a lot of problems. Is if the Large Hadron Collider explodes. I think if that thing goes, I think we're like a lot better. We're in a way better place. Um, so if we can all just like pray on that, I think that would be amazing. That's right. Uh, the other, <laughs> yeah, I, I really want that. And then I've been thinking a lot about uh, accountability. And I think I would wish for like a, a successful Nuremberg trials 2.0 for all those bureaucrats uh, who are responsible and the so-called experts who murdered lots of people uh, over the last few years. So I'd like to see those. Those are two wishes I'd really like to come to fruition in 2024. Um, predictions? Predictions? I, uh, I think this one's possible really possible i think that they're going to try to find a way to stop people like us from subverting the narrative you know like during covid during lockdowns this like new media space really like i i and i really mean to save people's lives like showed them like there's another angle to reality you don't have to buy into the corporate press yes. or the bureaucrat hip, hypocrite class and now since that happened they're like we got to turn them off so i feel like they're going to have this internet apocalypse they've been warning warning us about they're going to blame it on a solar flare, but they're just going to like find a way to just jam up the whole thing. So we need to be prepared on how to communicate within our own community and and beyond. You know what? You know it's a, it's a really interesting concept there or, or a thought uh, just in general. How many people may have already had their lives saved by new media in 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 ways that may be mm -hmm. uh, totally un, uh, we, we, it'd be very hard to calculate it obviously, but on on a number of different fronts. Think about how people's uh, have been willingly just through discernment and introduction of new uh, new information that allows them to make better decisions on a number of fronts, how they may have saved mm -hmm. their lives. It's uh, it look, look like I know people who did not get the vaccine because they were offered another mind, uh, another view right on what could happen to them, like people who might have uh, prior like syndromes diseases or whatever health uh, immunity issues and they're like you know what everyone else is telling me to take this but there is this possibility i'm reading about that might not be good how many children might have been saved from like gender reassignment 
bullshit surgeries or, you know, puberty blockers because their parents were buy into this world. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, maybe we'll wake up. I've seen people wake up. I've seen people I never thought would wake up, wake up. You know, people who condemned me, uh, exiled me from the friend group are, are like hit me up now being like, you know, I learned a lot last year. And I'm not even the one, I can't even take credit for it, but I think they went on their path. They heard who they what they had to hear. And then I circled back and said, you know what? I wasn't as insane as I thought, at least in the ways that they had previously thought. Well, that's always, that's always that's always some good validation right there. Well, Shane, I, I'm so happy that you stopped by. You know, I, the other thing I got to say about your getup right here is because the circle light that is lighting your face uh, is showing up in the reflection of the glasses, it looks like you have googly eyes. And it, I was hoping for that. I was trying to find the right angle for those, <laughs> actually. <Dude. laughs> then I couldn't see from this far back. Well, listen, uh, Merry Christmas to you, to the whole crew. Uh, g- g- give uh, g- give uh, Tim Pool a tickle under the chin for me. Say, Frank says hi. <laughs> you know, I, ta- I, I, uh, I I DM'd him not too long ago, but of course it's... Uh, that's a like a crapshoot. I get an answer. Would love for him to come up here and jam at, at the studio on yes. air one day. You know, but uh, yes, that'd be awesome. It, it's it's my best to your family and also safe travels because you're a traveling man. And uh, I can't wait to have you on again, man. I I hope that you're you're well for this uh, this Christmas season. Thanks, man. God bless. All right, talk to you soon. There you go, everybody. There is uh, Shane Cashman. He popped in. And we're going to be, let me do a couple of your super chats right now. And I'm going to, uh, uh, we'll see. Hold on. Here's another one for you. Cause we have a couple of minutes until our next comes up. 925 wild G says super Frank, super Frank. He's super frankly. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. He says also AT gilded is not gay. I is, is that a rumor? Anyway. Thank you for that so much. Thank you all, everybody over there. I'll get to those gold pills in a little while. Here's a couple of super chats on quite frankly, superchat.com. A very, very generous one from Stostube says, Merriest of Merry Christmases, Frank, to you and the fam. God bless my good man and very fortunate to have the quite frankly hit up on the nightly. Uh, love your brother from the Stubes. You're a wonderful family. Thank you guys. Thank you all so much. Shotzi says, awesome holiday show. You're the best. Shotzi, we just wrote you out a... A card the other day so you have a you have a a card coming your way thank you Katie Sky who's I'm so happy this is two nights in a row she has the super chats working uh, Katie Sky says oh my Frank I've never seen you look so debonair Lauren is quite lucky though you are as well I'm sure but if she ever does leave you for Mark Swan that sweater will have the ladies in the bag I know I know, especially the, I, I, uh, Aurora uh, FaceTimed me before the show started, about 10 minutes before the show started. I picked up and she saw that. She goes, what are you wearing? <laughs> I said, this is my uh, Nutcracker uh, suit. What's, and she goes, no, you look great. You look great, Dad. After a little bit of encouragement from her, Lauren, she said that. Anyway, thank you for that, Katie. Jay Britz, Merry Christmas, Frank, Franklies, and Zen Master Stostube. Revolution says, hey, Frank, I have to be out being social tonight, so I'll catch the quite Christmas Frankie Palooza extravaganza later on, but wanted to say Merry Christmas to all the special appearance guests tonight. I can't wait to find out who they all were tomorrow. Oh, and you will. Thank you, Rev. 
Gino says, Merry Christmas to you, Lauren, Aurora, the whole family, Francis. My wife and I finally have our first little miracle on the way, and we are over the moon. Just found out last night it's a boy. Oh, a male heir. Congratulations, Gino. Best Christmas present ever. Yes, it is. Gino says, and really looking forward to mom and dad tomorrow. That show last year was so great. Just sitting around the fire reminiscing with part of my own family. Can't wait. Merry Christmas again. The weary world rejoices. Yes. Now my parents will be in tomorrow night and it'll be a good time. I have a lot planned. Erica Berica says, hey, Frank, the Tony Black shirt is incredible. Are you planning to offer women's sizes and styles for the new shirt merch at some point? That would be wonderful. Well, I, I asked about that, and these are unisex, which is why they run a little bit smaller. So you should um, you should definitely get get a little size larger, but they're, they're, they are, they're unisex. I asked um, Adrian about that. I said, what about female cuts and all that stuff? So it's not as tailored as you may like it, but I would say get a small or a medium or whatever it is. You just get something to see how it, it fits on you. Uh, it, it's supposed to be, I know, I know, gender neutral. How dare I, right? <laughs> but that's just the way it is. Um, if there is an, ever an introduction into the um, the merchandise for anything other than the, the unisex ones, I'll let you know, but they've been working out pretty good so far. Uh, that's what I have for you. All right. So let me see here. We've got a couple more things going on, and i got to find some time to get into these video calls because they are they are only going to get better and better as the night goes on. Let's see here. First one. Oh, wait a second. We've got another rap at the door, and boy... Look at look at this, look at this atmosphere, my good buddy. How are you, Zach Payne? It's great to have you on Red Pill seventy eight. Welcome, thank you for having me, Frank. It's good to be here. Merry you, Christmas. You look like you're you're calling me from the set of Tron. Uh, you know, you, wait, you should see the 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 plasma ball I have going over here. Hold on, let me uh, let me change my camera angle. Let's see here. Oh, wow. Look at this. I, I, oh, man. I had a plasma ball, and it's... Oh, we, we moved it into the other room. But that is uh, that is great, man. Yeah, that's what Lisa got me for Christmas, so... Tremendous, tremendous. So, you know what? I want to just... I want to... Hold on. I want to bring you on and ask you, first and foremost, what, what do you have going on for Christmas, and what do you want to convey to the world? Uh, honestly, it's going to be really low key. Uh, Lisa and I are just hanging out here. We're not entertain. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Her daughter is coming here. I completely forgot about that. So we are entertaining one person, uh, but it's still going to be low key. We're going to make dinner here at the house. And, uh, really that's it. You know, just taking it easy, getting some time off. I've got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. I'm looking forward to that. I can't tell you the last time I had three days off in a row. So... I'm stoked. I'm stoked, too. I'm taking off Tuesday as well. I'm taking off the 26th. Where are you going? Oh, no, where am I going? I, my living room? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Perfect. Oh, oh, <laughs> who is that? Is our second our second of the duo showing up right now? Adel, is that you? That is me. What's up, Frank? Oh, look at you. All chic outside. You got leather on and everything. 
Yeah, yeah, we're at uh, one of the the nicest steakhouses in Pittsburgh right now, doing a little a little dinner with my buddies. Just ordered a filet with oh. a lobster tail. I'm very excited about this meal that's about to come. Oh man, you're doing surf and turf. Yes, I am. That's yes, I am. Living it up, man. Living it up. Hey, now, listen, Zach, what do you think about this? Adel went for the filet. Don't you think he should have gone for something with a little bit more marbleization? I mean, I'm good with that. But, you know, there is something to be said for a uh, perfectly cooked filet that just melts in your mouth. If it's got a, a thick slab of uh, garlic butter on top, yes. you really can't beat it. So, you know, honestly, like, it, I love ribeye, okay? Hands down, ribeye is amazing. And uh, But the other thing is that, that filet is amazing as well. So anytime we go out for steak, when I have to choose between the two, it's a very difficult proposition. Well, it was very difficult tonight. I'm not going to lie. There was there was some aged ribeyes on the menu that sounded very, mm. very good. But mm. I I went with the filet because anytime I go to a really nice place, that's that's typically what I go for. So, Adel, what, what are you going for as far as uh, did you bring any appetizers out? Did you did you uh, did you order a cocktail? Is this a night that you will take out a uh, an old fashioned, a white Russian? What are you going yes. for? So I did a, a smoked old fashioned. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. And um we did some uh, calamari for an appetizer, which this is, is nice. also very, very good. So this place let is me, excellent. Let me ask this. Did, did you have like a, like a garlic mustard aioli with that calamari, or was it just a standard marinara? No, it was actually in a like a sweet and spicy Thai sauce, like a Thai chili sweet and spicy sauce. It was really, really good. Oh, that's, well, that's unexpected, but I, I, I'd take it, I guess. That is unexpected. Yeah. I know what you're talking about with the, the spicy aioli. I, they bring that out a lot there, too. I like the, I like the, the marinara. I like that. I'll, but I'll go with anything. Um, especially if they could just give me some lemon. I'll just yeah. squeeze it. Yeah. You know, I was looking into Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I was looking into uh recipes today. I was uh recipe I was looking into recipes today for cuz I told Lauren I said, "You know what? For Christmas, I I'd like to let's pick out some recipes. I'd like to be a part of the cooking here and uh, I want to do something different." And uh stuffed calamari it had popped up there and I had never I have never done that. Now, that's something totally different. Have you ever had stuffed calamari? I have not. That sounds amazing, though. Yes. What was it like, stuffed with? Oh, it's, it's stuffed with like a you, – you can make it with, with breadcrumbs, but also the tentacles of, uh, of the – so you, you keep the bodies intact. And but you chop up the tentacles and you create. There's any so many so there's so many ways that you can actually stuff it with breadcrumbs and the oil and you know sun dried tomatoes, all types of things. And you put it inside of the bodies, you know. And then you have to you have to pin them together. You actually use a, a toothpick to keep them sealed. And then you're it, it's it's something uh, a lot different than what people get at the uh, the restaurants, but. Anyway, that's that. You sound like you have a really great thing going on there tonight. Um, let me ask you, um, uh, Zach, when you go out on a night like that, what do you usually order as a cocktail? Well, I don't drink at all, so it would be water with lemon. Okay, that's <laughs> you know maybe a root beer or something like. That. Well, yeah, me usually I'm going for uh, seltzer and lime myself. Okay. So yeah. that's that's yeah. that's fantastic. Well, uh, you know what? Let me just let you guys both say something a little bit. Uh, about Christmas and whatever you want to convey to everybody at home, go ahead. I don't care who starts. Well, you know, I think that this Christmas is a, a little unlike the years of Christmas past. We're kind of in this transition period between the old world and the new. 
and people are looking at 2024 not really knowing what to expect and and um, all i can say is the only thing that you have any certainty of is uh is the company of the the people that that mean something to you and that matter in your life and that's really the only thing i think that you should be focusing on uh w with any certainty because everything else is up for debate uh you have no idea of what's coming down the pike we can talk about this uh guess we, we can wax philosophical on all of it but i think the only thing that i'm really certain of is that i'm gonna have the people that i love at my side and that i got no idea of what's coming next very 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 responsible thing to say there and uh it also you know it leaves a lot of a lot of uh space for really good things to happen you know, sure. I, yeah. I I understand people don't want to go all in on the doom and gloom. They don't want to go all in on the on the, the the pie in the sky either. And it's just good just to say, hey, you know what? It's a blank canvas and we all have choices to make. So let's just do that. Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Adel, because I want you to go back to that uh, succulent meal that you have coming your way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, just kind of echoing what Zach said, but I do think 2024 is is going to be a transformative year you know we kind of talked i talked about a groundswell like an uh you know a raising consciousness happening i i think we're going to start to see the fruits of that in 2024 i think uh it's going to be a wild and crazy year so enjoy the holiday now like like zach said be around the people you love enjoy their company and, and just be ready for what's to come because i think the next 12 to 18 months are going to be like none other we've ever experienced. So I'm just looking forward to taking the ride with you guys. And uh, Frank, I'm, I'm so grateful uh, you invited me on tonight, man. It was awesome to, to come on and do this. Well, listen, I know that this is a, uh, a you know, a, a time of night for both of you guys where you're usually all very tired from a day of talking and working. So I'm just glad that you made some time for me. And uh, I will say one thing going into 2024, that Thursdays at 4 o'clock will always be a very big thing that I look forward to hanging out with you both. And we'll do this more often in the new year, no doubt about it. Likewise. Sounds good. All right, guys. All right, thanks for having me. Merry Christmas and buckle up. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Take care. See ya. Much love, Frank. See everybody. Much love. There you go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It just, the hits just keep on coming. Don't they? Don't they? And I have another one for you right now. So it's a little been a little while. It's been a little while, but I can't tell you how long I've been waiting to say hello to this guy again. He's been busy. He's a, he's a, he's a heavy hitter and he is always, always down for a good fight. It's, it's Carpe Donctum. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, and you look great, too. Damn, you got some great lighting in there. Yeah, here, uh, I'll show you. Just just amazing lighting. Oh, well, look at that. Well, see? There you go. It, 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 this is why they say that the, the moon landing was faked. What you're able to... Right. <laughs> if you can make If you can make me look this good then you can fake the moon landing for sure. Well, you look healthy and you look happy. That's all that matters. And let me let me ask you, going into 2024, uh, give me some thoughts. Uh, first of all, give us some, some Christmas wishes if you have any, but 2024, I'm interested about your outlook because you're a guy who's been through the ringer. And I have to imagine that you have uh, insight on both sides of that fence. And uh, I'd like to just know what meant, what you're doing going into sailing into the fog with us in this big year. Well, I mean, we're going into into 2024, and the the election is going to just go 
crazy, right? I mean, I can't imagine that it's going to slow down. No. So we got that coming up. And, you know, nothing magical happens on, you know, the uh, the first of the year. But, but something magical does sort of happen. Everything goes just... Just through the, through the roof, you know, you, you thought that, like, the rhetoric was, was uh, kind of bad before. It's going to go even worse, I'm sure. Um, they, I, and you'll see some people drop out. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hoping you'll see some people drop out, maybe the Nikki Haley's or the Chris Christie's. Has Chris Christie dropped out already? I don't know. I, 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 I do not know. But, you know, here, here's the thing I, uh, I look at going into this. Obviously, uh, on that level, it's going to take care of itself. But on, on, let's just talk about new media. I know that you yeah. in the past you have uh, you've expressed some a little bit of hesitance of going so hard in the paint with all the memes and stuff like that just because of what it's cost you in the past and also now we have seen for the first time uh, ever it, I think in this country with somebody going to jail for memes uh, right. you know this is a uh, it, it's become a little bit more of a dangerous line of work this kind of this brand of comedy and this kind of observational comedy than any time in American history. So does that give you a little bit of pause or does that make you uh, a little bit more resolved in, in this, uh, in the months and years to come? Well, I, I'm, you know, I, I wrote a thread. I'm sure that's what you're referencing is I wrote a thread, you know, a couple of weeks back uh, where uh, I basically sort of talked about um, what I would, what I would consider a, like a little bit of cowardice on my own part about not wanting to, uh, you know, get sued again um and uh just the things that weigh on my mind when i'm it's not just it's not the same as it used to be where i just make stuff it's fun you know some of the fun has been drained out of it that that lawfare stuff just will drain the fun out of really anything like immediately um so i mean there's always that thing sort of in the back of my mind of like is this worth you know a hundred thousand dollar lawsuit and then you know (laughs) nine times out of ten uh, my answer is no. It's not. It's not it, like uh, getting some giggles online is probably not worth the hundred thousand dollar lawsuit. But um, as we go into this this next year, um, I think that things will be. I think I'll have to I'll have to make that calculation differently, just because things are going to be more important. Yes. As we get closer to the date. Um, I think some of that inspiration, because that was the other part of that thread, was that. Um, and I didn't touch too heavily on it, but the inspiration has been really low too. Um, and that, I guess that was one of the other reasons that I said that I hadn't been making much uh, in the way of videos lately. Um, everything sort of feels just so real. It's not. It's not. It's not sort of a just an intangible anymore. It's, yeah. You know, uh, it's the Biden administration using the DOJ and the FBI as weapons and cudgels to beat conservatives with. And finding the humor in that is so much more difficult than just making fun of like CNN for saying that Trump was going to do those things. Yeah. You know, when it's actually happening, it's not the, the funny is not there as much. Uh, I can still find humor when he falls down the stairs and uh, you know, when he falls off his bike and things like that, Yeah, those are funny, but, but really uh, poking at some of those like real issues is not, not nearly as much fun as it used to be. Well, you know, you, you remember back, it, it was probably around 2000, some point in 2016, like, it, it makes me nostalgic to think about Hillary Clinton's coughing fits. 
Like when, right. when, when to, 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 to think how that actually warms my heart to think about those days. Oh, you know, she was coughing again. Oh, did you see she? You remember when she kind of like coughed up she that? She spit gr- that thing up. Yeah, yeah. That, that green glob of something into her yeah. water. We we're like, yo, it's a fucking alien. There's something going. Like it's coming out of her now. This it, it, that was just so. But I understand it, man. Um, I don't see it as cowardice at all. Uh, I, I think that it's uh, it, it's something that gives a lot of people pause. We're in the middle of a war. I think it's a little bit more sobering to realize, oh, it's not fun and games. This is actually a war, and yeah. um, and and uh, but and I also understand why, as you're standing at the precipice of a new year, and you had become so uh, you know prestigious in 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 new media over the last few years, becoming so close with President Trump himself and everything else. Is uh, I understand. Yeah, we're, we're like this. We're, we're we braid each other's. Hands. Well, he knows you. We're that. Yeah. We're that close. <laughs> well, he he know he'd be able to pick you out of a crowd. That's for sure. I can't. Uh, all right, maybe. I can't yeah. say that about me. But I understand that pause, and uh, and I understand that after a while, like okay, hundred thousand dollar lawsuit, a couple of giggles, but it's more than that. When you think about it, as you're just saying, it's the principle, yeah. and it's also the future. So, with all that, yeah, on it's, the t- it's important to overcome some of that because it is. I mean, you are talking about, you know, do we want to lose the republic? Um, and some people are gonna gonna have to get sort of sacrificed on that the altar of of uh, making progress towards getting our country back. So. So then, in the face of all that heavy lifting that there is to come, and all those choices to be made, what can you leave us with for this uh, this Christmas, my friend? Uh, enjoy your family. Try not try not to fight too much with family, but you know, still put some digs in there if you can. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Be be good. I I don't I don't have a whole lot of parting words other than just have have a good time, have a merry Christmas, and uh, thank you for having me on here, dude. You have yourself a wonderful Christmas and a great new year. We will be in touch as always. Yep. And uh, I hope one day, if you're ever for some reason passing through this godforsaken state, I'd love for you to hang out in the studio one night. And uh, all the best to you and yours. Awesome. Perfect, man. Thank you so much. Have a good one, my man. Yeah, yeah you too. There you go. Carpe donctum, ladies and gentlemen. Another, another friend knocking on the door and saying hello. Let's take these couple of minutes that we have to jump into our, uh, we have, oh my gosh, what is this? We have a, uh, a call, a, actually a video from Sam Tripoli. Yeah, what's up everybody? I want to wish all of the fans and listeners of the Quite Frankly Show, the Frankenlist, the Frankensteins, the Franken-cons, whatever your names are, you're a powerful tribe. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your pagan holiday, worshiping pagan gods. Nimrod is why, you know Nimrod's why they got a tree, right? Because Nimrod's wife, after Nimrod passed, Nimrod was like, Nimrod's wife's like, oh, he's back. Look at this tree growing inside of a tree. And that's why you have trees. Because it's a pagan holiday. Get the Lord, brother. Love Jesus. Jesus in my heart. God above all. Let's go. Bang, bang, pow. Merry Christmas, guys. Enjoy the gifts, okay? Enjoy the first ever, this is, let's face it, the first real conspiracy is Santa Claus. It's a blackmailing scheme, all right? Santa Claus is Jeffrey Epstein, let's face it. Anyways, I love you all. I love Frank. Frank, you're crushing it. Keep up the great work. Merry 
Merry Christmas to the Frankensteins. Yeah, I love you guys. Can't wait to get back on, quite frankly. Bang. Yes. <laughs> Me, I can't wait till you come back too, Sam. Wow. Merry Christmas, Sam Tripoli. Who's this now? Oh, oh, how wonderful. This is uh, my good buddy, Vinny. Vinny Brusco of the Vinny Brusco Show. He spent that wonderful Friday night with me and Matt, and I can't wait for him to come back. I want him back on Friday nights as much as he can he can arrive. Uh, let's listen to what Vinny has to say. Hello, all my fellow Franciscans. Hope you are doing well. Just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and give a quick prediction for 2024. Pain. No, I think 2024 is going to be a year that we all wake up from the coma that we have been in, and it's going to be a year to follow our golden threads as individuals and find our souls. Happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. See you soon. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Vinny Brusco. Wonderful. And Matt is going to be very happy that he has adopted the Francis. He says he just, he, I, and I, uh, when I asked him, I said, hey, man, just send me something. He said, what do people in your audience call themselves again? I said, oh, well, they're, they're the Franklies, uh, but there's also Franciscans. Uh, Franciscan is a uh, radical sect that emerged this past year. And he liked that. And then, of course, this shows up and he said, hello, Franciscans. So I guess he has uh, adopted the Franciscan the Franciscan, Franciscan title. Oh, here you go. Uh, here's a, a short one from Lindsay Sharman. How nice. Merry, merry, merry Christmas to quite frankly your amazing audience and everybody listening. I hope you have the best winter, New Year's and everything from Lindsay Sharman at Rogue Ways. There you go. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank you. Uh, Lindsay is going to be a co-host with us next summer, late summer, when we do Neverending Story. Oh, Tony Arterburn has stopped by. Take a listen to this. Hey, quite frankly, family, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and I say what a privilege it is to uh, be a guest on Frank's program and, and sponsor this magnificent show and all that Frank does. It, it's just a lot of wisdom and uh, news and resources and guests. Uh, it's entertaining, but you also walk away knowing a little bit more than you did the day before. So it's always a privilege uh, to be associated with the show. Predictions for 2024. Gold will uh, again break another all-time high. Bitcoin will have another banner year over 2023. Silver is going to have maybe not its all-time high, but it's going to be above the $30 range. Most likely not investment advice, but I think we're going to see a, a further decline in the dollar. Our geopolitical system is under stress, but uh, good will prevail as long as good men do something. Merry Christmas. Talk soon. Oh, Merry Christmas, Tony. That's Tony from quitefrankly.gold. Pulled everybody in. Everybody in for this one. Oh, and speaking of everybody, here, let's do one more, shall we? It's Fleckus. Fleckus got in on the fun. Hello, Frank. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone watching. Hope everyone's doing well right before Christmas. Uh, obviously, Christmas, time of giving, gifts, like we spoke about last week on the show. Skin Condition Ken <laughs> makes a great gift for the holidays. It's a little different from the toys I used to make. I have a couple here. 
We got Dan Crenshaw, the rhino with the eye patch. <laughs> the Hillary Clinton receptacle van. That was the van she got stuffed into uh, <laughs> at the 9-11 memorial that time. <laughs> a dog-faced pony soldier. That is a dog head on a horse body in a soldier costume. And of course, Joe Biden. There he is. Nice and easy. Joe Biden. So each side has their own version of gifts, I guess. But I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Hope you guys are doing well. Frank, I'm excited to come back on the show next year, 2024. Let's have a good year and let's do what we need to do to win the election. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. There you go. And what is what what is the election that we have to win? What do we have to really win? Is it really just an election? What does it really mean? What is the symbolism of the election? Because it's not just a regular order. Man, I didn't know that that Fleckus got that deep into the toy making industry. I just didn't know it. That's amazing. The fact that he got the uh, the receptacle van for Hillary Clinton the day that they threw her in the back of the uh, back of the van like she was a uh, a piece of fish at the fish market just threw her in there, her head bobbing like a cork. Incredible. That was on September 11th, 2016. Then she comes out of the uh, the hotel the next day. Oh, it was just a flu, just a flu. It was just a walking pneumonia or something like that. And she goes and she hugs, hugs a uh, a kid on the on the sidewalk. So ridiculous. Oh boy, oh boy. What else do we have here? Let me see. Let me look at our schedule right now. That's it. That's it. We have a lot more. Okay. So I'm going to go into. Oh, okay. I'm going to do a couple more super chats. Let's get to those gold pills, shall we? Going on over to quitefrankly.tv in the gold pills, we have NJSF. Thank you so much. Joe M. Have a show tonight, says Joe M. Cave Toad. Love the outfit, Frank. Thank you so much. Thank you. Joe M says, have a blessed show. Cave Toad, how much RAM you rolling with these days, Frank? I've got a lot. But the thing is that I had these, conf- it's obvious that I had conflicting, uh, I had these these conflicting uh, plugins and and extensions because I'm, I have never, the, the, the computer has not performed this good and I can't tell you I'm trying to hold my breath, to be honest. I'm trying to hold it. C. Blanche, thank you so much. Jesse81138. Cave Toad, Jester requests you put the Jester hat on to complete the outfit. Oh. Should have done that. It's over there. It's all the way over there. Sean Joe, thank you. C. Blanche, thank you. Six month silver tier subscription. Six months with C. Blanche as a, as a uh, sponsor now. Thank you. Donasar. Chai Possum, Jesse, C. Blanche, Uncensored Abe. It's good to have you there, my friend. Cave Toad says everyone should change their consume tendencies. Now uh, from crude to important to live. Uh, to important to live. The time is short. Filter Dog says cheers to BCP. Merry Christmas, everybody. Says Shaquille Oatmeal says Merry Christmas, Frank, donating for one of the best alternative media shows that gets me through my week. You guys get me through mine. Tempo 420, Merry Christmas to all. CB Joey, Merry Christmas, Frank, Lauren, Aurora, and the Quite Frankly fam from Schizofriend. Chai Possum, Frank, you're a very handsome nutcracker. Nutbuster. 
Merry Christmas to you, Lauren, Aurora, and the family. You know what the crazy thing is? I noticed this. I, I noticed this before for all you out there who are obsessed with nipples. But these buttons are very close to the nipples. I wonder if they planned that, but you can't. It's not like it's, you know, obviously it's not like a, my nipples are not that that low and pointing out to the uh, the sides like that, but it's crazy. I was wondering if how these buttons were gonna line up. And I never checked in years past. I've had this this shirt for three years now. Um, Let's see here, Kobe Wan says just, uh, thank you so much for the subscription, Kobe Wan. MHL, Merry Christmas to you and your wonderful family. Merry Christmas to you too. And just a reminder to people, I don't have any time to take your calls tonight, but we can take calls tomorrow. So if you call in tonight in the middle of a guest, like somebody is doing right now, you're going to, um, you're gonna dox yourself. It shows up on screen. So uh, let's just see. Let's see where we go from here. Oh, we got another video call. We got another video message here. And who is this from? It's from John Ward. Frank. Yes. It's John Ward. Wishing you and the quite frankly crew and audience a Merry Christmas from the mezzanine, which I am currently tearing down in preparation for 2024, for which you've asked me to make a prediction of what I think will happen in the coming year. But Frank, I can't make a prediction because I already know. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy New Year. Sandbagging it. Saying back and holding out, holding out on us. He knows what's going on and just you can't get around to it. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, love that John Ward. Love that Joker. I hope that John Ward comes on very, very soon. And anything he needs from me, he knows he'll get. And but I have got to spend a little bit of time with this lovely lady over here. Chrissy Mayer. Thank you for stopping by. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late, Frank. Uh, What was going to be a quick dinner turned into like just a horrific, like everything took longer. Always when you're in a rush, everything takes longer. But was it bad? It was good. It was good. I had uh, some steak and I shared a creme brulee because when you share dessert it's almost like it doesn't count no it doesn't count but but you know you're 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 eating for two right now so yeah that that all that's what they say but I'm also not trying to like be a whale <laughs> I know what you mean that, that's good that you hey that's good that you t- take that into consideration so listen since we have a little bit less time than we had before I'm still happy you showed up and uh, I, it I, looks like you're hiding behind your computers like you, like you built a fort what is that outfit? That's this is my. I didn't cracker. know you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming out to everyone. <laughs> it's my gay. Happy nut, holidays. My gay nutcracker <laughs> sweater. I want to let you uh, spend a couple of moments just telling everybody uh, what kind of mindset you want them to take into the new year or the Ooh. Christmas. Go ahead, just t- give us some Christmas and New Year's thoughts. Christmas and New Year's thoughts. Uh, I would say, don't do not like find a balance between learning and 
you know, reading up and being prepared, but don't let that black pill you or make you overly cynical. Um, I would say, per, like, pursue self-improvement, but also, you know, don't be too hard on yourself as well, because that's something I always do. But yeah, I think overall, whatever issue you want to work on, like, okay, I really want to meet someone this year, um, just don't don't let yourself get uh, too cynical and too blackpilled about the future too. You know, I think those of us like, if you're really into crypto or you're watching the economy really closely and you're like, God, oh, oh shit. When you start feeling like, man, what's the point? Shit is just hitting the fan. You have to like step back. And I think for me, it's watching videos of animals uh, having fun. Like I find like watching a dog, like just going up and down, like sliding down a snowy hill or like birds on little skateboards helps so like we've just bought for our pandemic tortoise uh, a little skateboard and i don't know if he's gonna be like going fast on it or if it's if it's more like a little medical skateboard that actually is <laughs> going to help him walk a bit faster but there will be videos and i will be posting the results well i gotta say i, I this is I, I motherhood looks good on you already <laughs> this, is the, this is really good Aww. advice this is really good advice i thank you so much for this so, wow, thanks. Because I, uh, I, it's really just anytime someone gives advice, it's always like advice for themselves, right? So, I, I just find like, man, I'm never reading enough, and then I'm not, I'm never learning enough, I'm never doing enough. But it's also like, all right, you can only, there's only so many. There's only so much day. you can do. I, f I feel yeah. the same way too. I really, I really do. It's just like, okay, well, if I, if I'm not learning more things, and I'm not going to be able to have better opinions on stuff, like, wait, wait a second, no, you got to be anchored to something. If you're not, if you got to be anchored to something that is lasting, anchored to something that is uh, timeless, and 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 if if you maintain that connection, everything else really just does come and go like uh, you know fashion trends, and you pick things up along the way as long as you're a good listener. I think that's the bit that's the best thing. If you're a good listener, um, you'll you'll uh, you'll be surprised what you just pick up, and um, right. Anyway, and then think instead of doing resolutions, I would say just try to pick one bad habit or something you want to change for the whole year. Like for me, if I was going to do a, uh, a resolution, it would be like, let's figure out how to address like procrastination. Yes. Or um, and just taking taking your goals into little bite size, very doable chunks. Like if if it's fitness schedule those workouts in like as if it's a doctor's appointment like make it that unmissable you know what i did i i wanted to i wanted to get back into the reading game i wanted to start reading more books like i used to do years ago and what i did was i started a book club so all of a sudden i am beholden to other people i've got to get these chapters in because i got to talk about them and all yeah you your accountability buddies yeah that's it so I started a book club and, you know, so, so things like that. But uh, Chrissy, thank you so much. Please send my love over there to uh, cabinet to uh, to Frank Aww. to Frank. And I hope I see you guys soon. And uh, when's the baby due again? Someone made this for me. Out of Legos. How's nice. The filing cabinet. Uh, April 18th or 19th. Oh, great. Another April baby. Well, this has been wonderful. I'm hoping he'll wait and be a Taurus. Like that would be a personal favor to me. When's your birthday? November 11th. Okay. All right. I'm a Scorpio. Anyway, that's great. Thank you for stopping <laughs> by, Chrissy. Merry Christmas to you, Aww. to Frank, the whole family, and I hope to have you on again soon. For sure. Absolutely. So, ChrissyMayer.com. I, I saw your next gig is in uh, January. You're just taking it easy for the holidays. 
I'll be in the city next Wednesday, uh, hopping on my my friend Gino Bisconti's show at Stand Up New York. So that's next Wednesday, and then I'll be in San Diego at the Mic Drop Comedy Club January fifth and sixth. The uh, and I'll be back in Dallas January twenty fifth at Hyenas, and then uh, Tiff's Ale House in. Morris Plains, New Jersey, February 24th. So come see me live, guys. And then I, they won't let me fly anymore because apparently none of the flight attendants want to scrub placenta out of the, out of the carpets. Oh, my gosh. So, so what are you doing? You're going to be driving to San Diego? I No, I, I can, uh, I'll stop flying at the beginning of February. Oh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll stop there. Well, <laughs> and then it'll be like localish stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chrissy, and we'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas. Thank you. My plan is to give birth in an Uber so I can save on the hospital bills. They, yeah, because you can stay there. You can it's Squatter's rights. They can't kick you out yeah. of the Uber. You can stay in the it's car. Only, it's only $100 for a cleaning fee. I checked. <laughs> That's it. It's all, it's all set up. All right, my <laughs> friend. Have a good night. Bye, Frank. Take care. Be well. There you go. She had see. She had the steak and she had the creme brulee on top of it. That's good for her. I want some creme brulee tonight. I don't know where I'm going to find it. Damn it! All right. Let's see. Who do we have coming up next? I've got a few other things that are popping up on our on our screen. I have a couple more videos that I'm going to be uh, playing for you right now, and. Um, and yeah, hold on. Oh, we actually no, no, no. There's something else. There is something else. He just knocked on the door, and then of course I missed out. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Did we had somebody. <laughs> we had somebody else here. My first mishap of the night. I canceled someone out. Where the hell is he? Here we go. Here we go. Well, it wouldn't be. It would not be. Christmas if I didn't have a uh, talk with my brother Timothy Gordon over here Timothy how are you my friend yo Frank how are you brother I'm doing well I'm doing very very well it's good to have you on and you know I just I, I, I had to I had to have you in here tonight just yesterday I was reading a piece that you read that yeah, you had written in I think 2016 or something when was that piece yeah that was from far enough back such that Catholic Answers would have me. I, I do think it was 2016. Yeah, things have changed since then. I know, and it was it was about the uh, the most important and maybe sometimes overlooked imagery of Christmas. And the one thing that I really zeroed in on as I was reading it to myself was the uh, the three kings, the Magi, and the, that is just something that's so magical, mystical to me that I'd love to talk about at great length on a night that we have the time. But while you're here for just a couple of short minutes, please let give everybody some Christmas wishes and some and some thoughts for going into the new year. Well, please, everyone, just pray whether you're praying on your rosary beads or, or however, just for Christians worldwide, Christians in the Middle East, um, particularly <clears throat> our, our faith, the Roman Catholic faith. We obviously need it. You see world events and what's what's going on in the Vatican. Pray for, for all Christians, but especially, uh, you know, the, the Roman Catholic Church. And as I pray for Eastern Orthodox and, and Protestant Christians. And, and just remember, as I point out in that article, that um, our Lord Christ being born in a manger, remember who that is, that's an animal food trough, uh, prefigurement of John chapter 6, where, where the, the, the 
you know, bread of life discourse. It's the actual verb for animal gnawing, uh, gnawing. I want you to 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 consume me uh, in the Eucharist. That's what we are thinking about when we think of the Christ child, newborn king, king of kings, born in an animal food trough. It's actually a beautiful image and it's very stark. And the world, as you know, Franklin, the world, world needs it now more than perhaps ever before. Yes. Yeah, and I, th- I, I knew that it was going to be somewhere along those lines because it's just the only thing I can come up with too, is uh, is pray often and and uh, really meditate on, on on goodness and and be of service wherever you can and uh, that's just really it. That's really it. So um, uh, before we go, give me one of the more cherished Christmas traditions that you do with uh, your your very very large, healthy, wonderful family. Tonight, right after I finish this, I set aside time for my my good buddy, yourself. But we're going to go to an adjacent neighborhood and look at the Christmas lights, you know, in the car. Everyone will get a little hot chocolate or something. That, that's that's a common one. Uh, it's a, the best neighborhood for driving through here in South Mississippi. And, uh, of course, we do the – we look forward to Christmas Eve probably more than Christmas morning in my house because everyone exchanges a gift or two. Yeah. And we, we put it on the place of the, the long dining room table. You know, we light the candles and we play, you know, Gaudete and, and come Emmanuel and go to Christmas Eve Mass. And it, it feels feels more procedurally correct than even Christmas morning where it's just wrapping, unwrapping gifts and, and you know, wrapping paper everywhere. I'm with but, you. I'm with you on that. It's always, it's always been, uh, it's it's always been Christmas Eve. Even if you, even if you come from like you know, coming up in uh, in the '90s when we were all growing up, yeah, we went to Christmas Eve Mass, but it was more of a. Th- I wasn't really mentally really present for any of it. Uh, but it, but even when it was just solely focused on, hey, it's Christmas Eve, it's family. It's just the whole thing leading up to Christmas Day. There was always something more that 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 I you know I guess it's it's um I guess it's appropriate to say there's a a, a pregnancy there's a, a pregnant feeling to the night where that's just it, 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 the anticipation just is so much better than even Christmas morning in in that respect even when you can't put your finger on why it's just uh it always swept me up like that and I'm it's uh, I feel that's pretty universal yeah, it's weird because, like you said, growing up in the 90s, I, I think Michael Knowles has said it best. I was an atheist by the time I was confirmed in eighth grade. Um, but even then, and it, Christmas morning, that was just all about the presents. Christmas Eve, going to Mass, whether we went to Midnight Mass or, or the vigil, the late afternoon vigil, either way, it just felt magic. It's a, a palpable feel. Um, kind of like the one you and I speak about that we get in kind of the pit of our guts in October, but times a hundred on Christmas Eve. And of course, since I realized that all of that stuff, even though it was being dressed up to not be, to not look true in Catholic school in the nineties, that actually all is the one true myth. Holy cow. Now it's like, I get it times a hundred and it's not about the presence at all, even though that, that adds it's the, the cherry on top. But we go to Mass on Christmas Eve. We don't, with seven kids, we don't tend to do the Midnight Mass anymore. Go to Mass, 
We get back, Steph makes a big, big dinner and everyone's gift is at their special place at the table. And after mass, of course, it's Christmas liturgically for us, anyone that's gone to the vigil. So I go out to our big nativity scene outside and um, a lot of the, the Baptists I live amongst here in Mississippi don't know, uh, at the nativity scene, you, we just have the little lamb kind of centered beneath Mary's gaze and Joseph's gaze and the angel's gaze and actually go get the Christ child and place him in the center the way the Pope does after the midnight mass and, and you know push the lamb off to the side. He's no longer the um, Agnew's day, the placeholder. Now he's just the lamb on the side. Hmm. I, it's, it's that, I love hearing about stuff like that. Obviously we don't do anything too elaborate, and but there's so much more behind it and I love hearing about it. Tim, uh, we'll be in touch over the next couple of days as we, as we usually are, but uh, thanks for coming on tonight and it's always, uh, always a pleasure. Send my best to the family. I love you, man. I, I tell everybody you're one of my favorite people on the internet, but I think you're one of my favorite people on planet Earth. So I love you, Mary. Uh, happy Gaudete week and going into the fourth Advent Sunday. And uh, Merry Christmas. I'll, I'll text you on Christmas Eve or something, brother. Love you and everybody over there. That's it. Thank you and uh, Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Peace, man. Take care. God bless. All right. Now we got another. We've got another knock at the door. Another knock. Another knock at the door. It's almost two hours has gone by and it feels like it's been 15 minutes. Who is this over here right now? Is it our wonderful friend, Chris Ann Hall? Cheese. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a night of friends stopping by and telling me you know what they're thinking for the new year and how they're going to uh, pre how they're going to spend christmas and and leaving some nice words of encouragement for everybody and you know that just happens to be your forte to find the light and to find the silver and golden linings in all of the uh all the day-to-day -day, you know uh, food fighting that is always going yeah. on so just uh i don't know riff a little bit give us some things to think about and contemplate this time of year and and uh, and all the, uh, I don't know. Uh, just just be Chris Ann Hall for a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. You know, I can tell you that um, this time of the year, I feel re-energized, right? Because I spend the entire year, much like you do, engaging in the daunting and unrewarding, seemingly unrewarding activity of trying to educate and guide people and motivate them to stand in the defense of something that's intangible, right? Something that, that feels like maybe it ought to be, but the media and the politicians and the politics and government they're so against us, Frank, they're, that it's just amazing how overwhelming and how big that can feel. Mm. Am, am I on track here? You're 100%. I'm with you 100% of the way. So I like to, at this time of the year, kind of reflect on what it is that, that keeps me going. Right, what it is that it that goes into the victory, and I think a lot of times it really does mean that you have to redefine victory. 
I think maybe that's part of the downfall of those of us who are against socialism, against Marxism, against all of the insanity that has been plaguing us in our airwaves and in popular media. But you see, we have to realize that in reality, they're a minority and we're not. Just because you see it a lot on TV, just because you see it a lot on social media doesn't mean it's actually true. And it's actually the majority. As a matter of fact, they work so hard at convincing you it is a majority of opinion because they know it's not. And I know this to be a fact, Frank, because you know, maybe people who are listening don't know, I travel the country. I talk to people all over the country. I probably talk to more people in America on uh, on a monthly, yearly basis than any other person in America does. I mean, there are people who have radio shows that that reach a broader audience, but they don't actually converse and face to face with people. Yeah. And that's where we get our inspiration, right? That's where we get our true barometer of where America is at. And we are pulled into this identity politics. We are pulled into this desperate measure for division so that we will sow the seeds of discontent ourselves, destabilize our own society so that the Marxists and the socialists, they don't even have to raise a dime to do it. We're doing it all for them because we're repeating their narratives and we're we're fighting amongst each other and we're fighting the battles for them. And so when you travel around America, you can go to New York, you can go to California, you can go to, uh, um, I don't know, the, the liberal states, Washington and Oregon. And can I just encourage you, Frank, and tell you, I know that sometimes we get, we get stuck in our myopic little corners and especially with all the lockdowns that we had, that people don't get a chance to go out and beyond their geographic areas. Uh, the people in New York are not all lunatics. They are not all socialists. The people in California are not all Gavin Newsom. The people in Washington are not all the governor. The people in Oregon are not all the governor. The people in Michigan. These people are the minority. And you can wonder, well, how does the minority get elected? Well, doesn't that open a whole new can of worms about how our elections work, right? Right, yes. yes. But the reality is, and this is the sort of little seed that I want to sow, is that we are still America. We are still a constitutional republic. We are still based on the rule of law that is rooted in the laws of liberty. Americans are still the most generous people 
on the planet. Americans still have a fidelity with each other of being Americans. We are still loving people. We are still generous people. We are still helpful people. We are not racist people. We are not generally biased people against people based on their political beliefs and the color of their skin or their socioeconomic backgrounds. We do not live in a caste system where we look down on each other based on socioeconomic conditions. We, as a matter of fact, are a nation of people who absolutely love the underdog. Mm. We love to reach down and lift people up. We love to champion somebody who's fighting against the odds. We love people who fight for what is right. We fight for what is right together. And that is really the spirit of America. And no matter what you see on CNN or MSNBC or even Fox, because you see all these people profit off division their currency is chaos frank they have to sow chaos in our minds and in our spirits so they can use us as chattel and make money off of us that's what they do they make money when we are miserable so they keep us in a miserable box and want us to commiserate in misery so they get rich that's the real corporate disaster and we know that to be true frank you know why because the fbi admitted to the senate that they pay millions of dollars every year to twitter alone to push out their propaganda, right? So we can't become overwhelmed by what's going on. But what we do need to do is get educated and united and band together. In the scripture, it says a threefold cord cannot be broken. And that just is a reminder that there is strength in numbers. There is strength in unity. You can have three, you can have three strings. There's no strength in three strings. But when you have a cord built of those three strings, when they're united together, when they're wound in each other with a common goal, you cannot easily break them. And that's the strength of America. You know, Thomas Paine actually wrote that in in um I think it was the rights of men or common sense. I can't remember which one. He said that uh, it is unity, not numbers, that give us our strength. And we are unified by a spirit of liberty in America, the spirit of liberty that founded America, the spirit of, of liberty that fought for America, the spirit of liberty that created our constitutional republic, and the spirit of liberty that is within each and every one of us that has not been turned. And I will say that, let me correct myself, there is a spirit of liberty in everyone. Our challenge is to overcome the the bondage that some have been thrown into by decades of propaganda education and 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 in your in your final thoughts now take give us a little bit more on that facing that chaos 
and that spirit that's inside of us and how you how you really reflect on that at Christmas time not only at the end of the year as we're about to jump into another fresh set of 12 months but also this is i mean this is this is a time of reflection on the spirit of of humanity right now and rebirth and salvation so please leave us with a little bit of thoughts on christmas and some christmas wishes for people and uh, once again thank you so much for just your friendship uh, chris ann oh well i we love you frank and i do want to maybe i should so most of your your people know that I am a Christian and I make no apology for that. So Christmas for me is about my relationship with Christ. It's about knowing that through Christ all things become possible for me and that the promises that I have received through my rebirth in Christ from God are infallible that God cannot lie, he cannot break his promise, and he's made promises to me. And what I do in that time is I really reflect on how those very same words and those very same promises brought strength to the people who founded America. I am a lover of the founding of America. I know so many things about that. I am versed in it, I speak in it, I, I sleep it, I dream it. And so I remember Benjamin Franklin said this. He said, in the beginning of, our, of the contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for divine protection. Our prayers, sirs, were heard and they were graciously answered. All of us who were engaged in the struggle must have observed frequent instances of superintending providence in our favor. And I'll tell you, Frank, there is written, documented instances of things like weather patterns that were miraculously in places. The life of George Washington is one miracle after another. And these are the things that he's referring to. And Benjamin Franklin now rebukes Congress. He says, and have we now forgotten that powerful friend? Or do we imagine that we no longer need his assistance? I have lived, sir, a long time. And the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? Mm. Jefferson said, can the liberties of a nation be thought secure when we remove their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of the people that these liberties are a gift from God? I have an eternal passion and I have an eternal motivation because I have an eternal victory. I fight for what's happening here on this earth, what's happening because I love my neighbor as myself and I want to preserve and prosper the gifts of liberty that God has given to me for future generations. I know because they are a gift from God to me that I can secure them for future generations in that promise. I also understand that no matter what happens here, 
as Thomas Paine wrote in the crisis, that we have to work. We can't just sit around and be on our computers and complain. We can't point fingers at politicians. We can't just wait for Jesus to come and rapture us out. We must make a work of our faith in obedience to those promises. So we work and we work in my family under the promises of God that no matter what happens at the end of the day, we always win. Mm. Whether we win here or we win in heaven, we are winners either way because we have acted in the obedience for the gifts that God has given us with a pure and good heart for the future of America, for future generations in the name of God. There's nothing I can ask you to add on to that, Chris Ann. Thank you. M- Merry Christmas to you, to JC, Merry Christmas. to everybody. It uh, And I'm looking forward to another year working alongside of you. And uh, just thank you for everything and, and, and have, a, have a wonderful holiday. Well, 2024 is going to be an amazing blow out the door years for me and for you and for all of us who are in this. And in 2024, Frank, I'm going to be sitting right next to you and we're going to be doing a oh, show. It's, 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 no, you, you don't worry about it. Oh, it's happening. Oh, we're, <laughs> it, it's, it's happening. There's nothing. It's uh, that's not even it's already happened. We're, we're, we're actually we're talking to each other from 2026 right now. And we're thinking about all the times that already happened. So that's right. that's that's all. Right. Well, send my best along and thank you for everything. We all love you over here. God bless you guys. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Okay, take care. There you go. There's uh, Chris Ann Hall. Now, listen, we have a few things here. We're going on chrisannhall.com. That is um, that's all I have for our calls. You gotta end with Chris Ann Hall, right? But we have a couple more videos here, and we're gonna go through them all right now, and then we're gonna end in a way that uh, you know, in the way that we like to end. So here's the first one up, shall we? And what do I? Oh gosh, I keep forgetting who we have coming up, and they keep getting uh, better and better. I'll tell you, Matt Christensen left us a little message for everybody at home. Take a listen. Hey, Frank, and quite frankly, community, Matt Christensen saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Frank, it has been my pleasure and honor to work with you and to call you my friend over the last few years. If you or the audience don't remember, I first went on your show back in March of 2020 when all the corona nonsense was just breaking out. And it was the perfect time to find a sane friend and a sane community as the rest of the world went crazy. So I am very grateful for good friends in ridiculous times. And I look forward to working with you for many years to come. So again, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Frank and all the many wonderful Franklies all over the world. That's very nice. Merry Christmas. And and he's a new father again. He has he has uh, just welcomed he and his lovely wife Lily have just um, welcomed the second son. So that's just very wonderful. Here is a. I have, remember, I haven't heard any of these yet. I just made sure that the, the audio uh, signal was strong and that they were all MP4. Jason Burmis, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody. Jason Burmis here. And I just want to wish Frank and the Quite Frankly crew a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. Keep 
kicking out those truth bombs, brothers. And we'll see you soon on the show. Yes. Yes, we will. Well, all right. Let's just keep going. Here is a little something from Kathy O'Brien, from Mel Kay, and from Roseanne. Hi, it's Mel, Kathy, Roseanne, and we wanted to say Merry Merry Christmas Christmas to Quite Frankly frankly Family (laughs) and the great Frank of Quite Frankly. Quite Frankly, Quite Frankly Frank is Quite Frankly great. (laughs) Merry Christmas and we look forward to next year. And hopefully we'll live that long with Joe Biden uh, the mask pretending to lead our country into World War III. But if not, <laughs> no. we'll be in the gulag with you, Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. Love you, Frank. <laughs> There's Mel bringing it, bringing it back from a, <laughs> bringing it back from World War III and destruction. That Roseanne goes to World War III. Mel bringing it back, and then of course the beaming smile of Kathy O'Brien. All three of them, love them all. Oh, here's one from, uh, this is fantastic. Here is uh, Sal Greco. Season's greetings from South Florida. A sunny place for shady people. Bon Nadal and Bon Gabriano to the quite frankly audience and to my paisan, Frank, who has become a very good friend of mine. And for all those who don't understand Italian, I just said Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I do wish that from the bottom of my heart to everybody out there. And listen, uh, I know the holidays, sometimes people could get down, people could start dwelling on things. Stay positive and stay focused. Next year, we're gonna have a new president. There's no way this guy in office could actually win a real election, let's be honest. Uh, If you watch hockey, I believe the New York Rangers are gonna be your next Stanley Cup champions. That'll be two cups in 80 years. Uh, If you watch wrestling, I believe Roman Reigns will unfortunately lose the Universal Championship I don't know what's going to happen with the whole tribal chief gimmick, but that'll be a sad day. (laughs) And uh, listen, uh, maybe climate change will be uh, solved, you know? (laughs) I mean, I'm just joking. Anyway, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you all. And I hope to uh, come back on the show and uh, see you all soon. Yes, I hope so too, Sal. You know, Sal said that he's working on a new... new uh, show of his and um and I said what, what are you gonna do I hope you're not gonna just do news man I mean that's uh, that news is a is a is a losing ticket you got to do some you, you got the law enforcement analysis angle you've got uh, sport he said yeah I think I'm thinking about doing all that in sports and man I'd tune into that first of all it's a hometown voice it will calm me down and get a little bit of I mean I I, I don't I don't watch hockey but uh, I'd be down with watching the Rangers if they go on a run <laughs> That's great. Oh, here's another hometown voice. Hey, Frankie, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to your great fucking audience, all your friends, your family. I can't think of a great bunch of people I'd rather hang out with than all you motherfuckers. Merry Christmas, all yous. I love you. I hope you understand what just happened right there. I hope you understand what just happened right there. You saw the gooey center to uh, Santino, to King 40, that I've always said, 
Santino, you've got to just show them what I know, please. Can you show them why I have so much patience with you? Can you show them what I know? Now, don't think that he's soft. Don't think that because he showed a little affection for the audience in some good, uh, you know, good seasonal cheer that this is this is you. You're you're now like in with him and you can like, you know, poke him in the ribs and shit. But uh, that's very that's that's nice. I said, you know, I said, I said, uh, hey, King. Take 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 something from the uh, take something on your phone and send it over here. Just wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I didn't expect that. How nice, how wonderful, how wonderful. And um, and I have one more over here, ladies and gentlemen, before we end this one tonight. And I send you off. I know it's a little bit late, but this is a this is a good a good bit of overtime. Here's one more. Um, I think it's from Jay Gulenell. Let's take a listen. Welcome to Perpetual Health Minute, brought to you by Quite Frankly. Today, gratitude. Gratitude is a huge part of health, and so today I want to express my gratitude to you. Over the past few years, you've made me part of the Quite Frankly family, and I couldn't be more honored to be a part of it. Every single thing that I do in the health space requires curious minds like yours to motivate me to find answers. And so for as much as you think I've taught you, you have taught me that much more. And so as we head into the new year, I just want to wish every single one of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I truly cannot wait to see what we can accomplish together in the coming year, 2024. It's true. Wow. Oh, yeah. Boy, it's really hard not to, to let it, let it all just, it's, it all melts you. It melts me to see all this and Merry Christmas to Jay Gulinella. What a, a treasured piece of the the show. He has become the show culture and all these great people. And there is probably many, many more that we can bring in, but I'm only, uh, I was only one person coordinating it all. And it was a lot to coordinate. I spent a lot of time today. I had to marshal every moment of the day to get things in order and to make sure that everybody had their links and wow, how smooth was that? You'd think that I had, you know, five or six people, a five or six person crew over here at the studio helping turn knobs and coordinate. That was sensational. Sensational. And now I want to leave you with a little something. Um, every year I like playing, I like bringing up the song, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Um, from the uh, from Meet Me in St. Louis, Judy Garland, and this came out in 1944, and you're you're talking about a time when uh, a lot of our our boys were off in war. Uh, we're in the thick of it over there in 1944. People are thinking about those who are gone for a while, those who are lost forever, and. Aside from the all, you know, the uh, hang a shining star upon a bright, the, the highest bow kind of, you know, fun and a little bit more upbeat thing. This was a, this was written to be very melancholy, a little bit more sad, uh, thinking about transitions in life and saying goodbye to the life that you once knew and uh, especially people in your life. Uh, in this particular movie, uh, of course, you know it that they are—they're preparing to. Uh, the, the father has gotten a business uh, uh, opportunity in New York, so they're moving from St. Louis to New York, and they believe that this is going to be their last Christmas there. 
And of course, it just has a lot more deeper meaning for the entire nation. And, and of course, for many generations of people who hear this song and they think about any one thing or any one person that they're missing. And, you know, the, the, as time, this time of the year, it really forces you to take account of who you have and who are who we are with without. So in spirit of being grateful for what we still have and who we still have, I just hope, you know, that someday soon, next Christmas, we'll still all be here. So I leave you with that. Tomorrow I'll have my, uh, my parents in. And that'll be good. So I don't know what the the picks are for after the show on quitefrankly.tv, powered by Pilled and Fox. So I don't know what those those uh, movie picks are going to be, but we have a whole lot for you still tonight. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you. So don't go anywhere. Catch you on the flip side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that everybody I have not been able to read tonight on the Super Chats, I will be able to read you tomorrow. But 
Let's read some names. Thank you to all of our super chatters. Rob, AK, Ken McNeil, Car Guys New England, Stostube, Shotzi, Katie Sky, Jay Britz, Revolution, Gino, Erica Berica. Like I said, if I did not read you tonight, I will read you tomorrow. Thank you to all of our gold pillars. Thank you to everybody out there. To all of our friends. Couldn't have, do it, couldn't have done it without you. Every year, couldn't have done it without you. See you tomorrow, 7 o'clock, for the week's finale.